War! The French have invaded Coruscant because they thought it said croissant! And now it's time to go to therapy. But I was going into Toshi Station to pick up some power converters! Obi-Wan! Raider! Hello! There you go. A first draft. Official first draft. Of course, there's a lot of cheating in there. A lot of they fight. Welcome back to Star Wars Therapy. Where we talk about Star Wars and, and life. And the French. I'm and Alex. French. I'm Steven. I'm Caleb. Guys, let me just take a minute and just say, this year has been full of a lot of things for me. One of my favorite have been revisiting the prequels with you guys. I've come to realize Revenge of the Sith is probably one of my favorite movies of all time. It, yeah. It's probably like on my desert island picks. And so being able to finish this up and like appreciate these things from my childhood means so much. And I am so excited to do this, honestly. I mean, we've had some great episodes uh, so far this year, but the commentaries have been like some of my favorites just because like it's just chill time. Oh, yeah. Like that's yeah. It's all about hanging out and watching Star Wars with my friends, which I would be doing anyway. But what is my life if not attempting to monetize friendships? Right, Caleb? <laughs> attempting. Keyword. Our Patreon, <laughs> our Patreon exists. I just haven't. Does like, it really? I just haven't. <laughs> Hey. It up. We need to oh. we need to have some conversations about that off yeah. mic okay. uh, before I can solidify. No, let's it. put it on the podcast. Let's go ahead. Okay, guys, let's talk about banking information. <laughs> yeah, so I I live at four one two Peaches and Cream Avenue, San um, Francisco, Minnesota. But yes, we are going to be talking about Revenge of the Sith, the third of the prequels. We're going to be not only talking about it but talking over it. So if you want to pull up Disney Plus or pull out your. Uh, DVD or Blu-ray, would they have had VHSs still in 2005? I believe I, they, they would. Okay. I know they but had air sickness bags. I don't know if I've ever seen uh, Revenge of the Sith VHS. Does it exist? I don't know. Whether official or homemade, pull out your Revenge of the Sith VHS. <laughs> your Load it up on <laughs> your MS-DOS computer. <laughs> and on the count of four... Uh, we oh. will. <laughs> okay. On the count of six, we will... should I go ahead and start it so that we don't have to fight the buffering or yes, anything? Yes, yes, or... yes. Get to get to timestamp zero, and then once we count down to four, <laughs> we can all start it together. Why don't we count down from six since it's, a, it's order sixty six? Why don't we count down from order sixty six? Sixty six. Sixty five. What? No. <laughs> We're going to reverse math. We're going to keep going all the way until we get back to four. Okay. Anyway, uh, count, of, count of 64. Is that what I heard? Yeah. I wasn't really paying okay. all We're the way We're going to count attention. down from six. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. One. Unlimited! I can say it one last time. That reminds me of the X-Men. <laughs> oh, yeah. You won't get it again. <laughs> Disney bought Fox. Disney bought Fox. George is buying back. is dead. Uh, that's just a rumor, know, right? Okay. Yes. How would he have the money to buy it back? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, they, they've made the $4 made so billion dollars back. <laughs> <laughs> I put it on a vault, and now I'm going to take it out and say, mm, give these vaccines. Is that an acceptable volume for you I guys? I think so. Yes. yes. Okay. I think... This is... Oh, do you want subtitles? Yes, that would be good. I'd Episode be three, Revenge of the Sith. I think that this is the best Chinese subtitles? opening title sequence. Dansk? Uh, do the Yeah, do the Dansk. Deutsch. I can do Dansk. Three, two, 
One. Oh no, it's buff. Oh. War. <laughs> <laughs> what is it good for? Absolutely, Absolutely nothing. nothing. <laughs> the Republic is crumbling <laughs> under attacks by the ruthless Sith Lord Count Dooku. There are heroes on both sides. What does okay, that mean? I know. I have a justification. Uh, do you? Okay. Yes. What does so that mean? It's. I think is taking it back to the Platonic ideal of heroic that you see in like the Iliad, where it's not about like morality it is about achievement you are a hero in the sense of you did the most for you your do side. mighty things okay yeah. um because Can like I... in the iliad both like hector and uh achilles are heroes like equally well not not equally because one of them kills the other but you know caleb i appreciate you like being smart and saying uh smart things and stuff like, just stop. <laughs> what are you doing? No, I, no, no, it, no, 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 no. No, it's a dumb line of dialogue in no, the scroll. But George, but George, George likes mythology. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Caleb, what I know you... everything about Star Wars, though he doesn't. <laughs> Caleb, what would you actually do if right now on the screen your classics professor came up and was like, Caleb, that... <laughs> was he going to like Caleb, green screen stop, in or something? Well, no, no, he just shows up in the middle just... of the movie. And then it just goes through the door. (laughs) Well, the professor who taught my Homeric Epics uh, seminar got fired the next year because they were thinking about cutting the classics program. (laughs) So... Oh no! And last Wait, so not because they did, but because they were thinking about it? Yes, they were were like... (laughs) (laughs) Let's laugh at the demise of his career. I'm sorry! (laughs) No, it actually, the last thing I heard of him was very sad. He he moved back in with his parents and did not find another teaching job. Um, What a great bit of commentary to have over one of the most thrilling openings for Star Wars. Such an epic step up from like anything that they've done in the last two movies. And we're just like, oh, poor guy got fired and moved in with his parents. (laughs) And here's the thing too, visually, this scene looks so good still. Like this still looks so good. And this is like this type of tracking shot is what you can do with an all digital set. Like that's that's a real benefit of what he was trying to do in all the other movies, and he finally got there. <laughs> Let me just Third say this: the charm, he yeah. got it. <laughs> yeah, it's like the first one. He was like, "Let me try to make a movie the old way," and I was like, "Oh, that didn't work." And he was like, "Then let me try to make it a new way." Yeah, that kind of worked. <laughs> and I was like, "Okay, I think I got it down." Oh, it's over. Oh, I'm not going to direct another movie again. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was damned how by about, my own success. How about Red Tails? <laughs> he did. Oh my god! I've never. Seen you guys Red remember Tails. Red Tails? <laughs> I forgot about Red Tails. One of the worst quotes from him, and this just Caleb. This just goes to the thing you said in episode one. Maybe he didn't have that many black friends because um, in Red Tails, <laughs> during a behind-the-scenes interview, he does say, "I mean, I made a movie with an all-black cast. That's pretty ahead of its time." And I was like, "You're not." Have you seen any movie? Like, like, like there have been several. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Is he tokenizing his own? Cast? Yeah, he says he's like, he's like. Maybe well, I shouldn't I... say that on the <laughs> episode. We can't. Well, edit, it's, but... it's more just like from a place of like innocent ignorance, I think. Yeah, and so yeah. I'm just like, oh no, has he not seen movies? Like, uh... I mean. I could believe that he hasn't seen a movie since the seventies. Yeah, that's that fair. He hasn't, that he hasn't had a direct hand in. That's fair. Um, but like, I get why he would be a good pick to produce and then quietly direct Red Tails because this is a quietly great direct. <laughs> this is a great aviation sequence. Yeah. Oh my god, I love their headbands, like their communicator <laughs> headband things. Yeah. I always wanted one. The little headsets. <laughs> and also, like, 
I, I've said it before, but like Anakin's Jedi Starfighter is like, that's probably, you know, that would be a good topic for an episode. Like favorite Star Wars ships. I was thinking of doing our next year's draft could be ships. Ooh, yeah. That'd be a great, I love, I love, do okay. Favorite episode of this year, absolutely for me, has been the droid draft. Oh, really? I've listened, okay, cool. Really? I've listened to that okay. one a couple times, and every time we get to the end where you go, okay, what is Shaq creating out of Legos? Is it A? Is it, and then you said like some answer, and then the second answer you said, or is it the general from general, doc, the, the general in car insurance? And then both me and Alex lost it. These, these buzz droids are a very underrated droid. Absolutely love them, even though they're doing droid on droid violence right now. <laughs> yeah, and that's not okay. Oh my God, Caleb, you really do need a, to catch up on Ahsoka. <laughs> Because Chopper has a moment. <laughs> Chopper has a moment where he's about to throw down the gauntlet and like someone literally takes their hand and puts it in front of him and goes like, no, no, no. <laughs> we can't choose violence today. I also think what you see here is like, and maybe it comes at the cost of making Obi-Wan seem a little uh, incompetent, but you really see how much better Anakin is as a pilot than he is. Mm -hmm. And just yeah. like as a way of showing how good of a pilot Anakin actually is. Look, he's trying spinning and that's a cool trick. <laughs> Let's do a flip. That's a <laughs> uh. Well, yeah, I think too with Anakin, there, there looks like there's this intense focus, but there's also like this, you feel like he's using his instincts way more than Obi-Wan is. Obi-Wan is like kind of looking around like, what do I do? Anakin's already thinking about a plan. Well, yeah, and that, that kind of like plays into their personalities anyway. Yeah. Whereas like Obi-Wan wants like an answer for everything and Anakin's just, I'm going to get it done somehow. So. Right. I'm just going to figure it out as I go. And then fully R2's like, uh-uh, not today. <laughs> <laughs> That's my purse! That's my purse! I don't know you! <laughs> you can't Next thing R2 says in binary, that's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Dad. Yeah, okay, Dad. <laughs> and then he talks right there, <laughs> looking directly at Anakin. <laughs> R2, are you all right? I'm okay, Dad. <laughs> I love the door sliding. Yeah, it's so it's so like strange because you wouldn't think that they would need to have something so mechanical on a ship like that, but it's a good backup, and it also like just adds to the drama. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, you think they probably like the droid ships were just like yeah, but it'll be super dramatic when they try to slide in there. Oh, the battle droids don't hold up that well. No, they oh, hold no. up. Better. Oh no, I mean they're still better. Well, here's the thing: <laughs> but... it, is it because we're watching it on like a nice flat screen I and mean, not maybe. on like a phone? Because like on a phone, this would look yeah, amazing. but it wasn't. It wasn't made to watch on a phone. No. Yeah, <laughs> but like if it was on, like I don't know. No, like, but I think a projector might might do a better justice, yeah. especially back in like two thousand five. Something just a tad bit grainier. Yeah. Um, but again, though, like even then, like they don't look good, but they also don't look terrible. No, like they definitely stand out. I a think bit. it's as good as you can do at this time in yeah. two thousand five. What if the plot twist in this movie was that Anakin was uh, like secretly taking? Like all of uh, Obi Wan's Force energy, and that he, and that's why he has shorter hair now, and Anakin has the mullet. Like his energy's uh, been transferred I to his hair. I don't need. I never uh. need hair explanations. I don't need hair origins. <laughs> I don't need any of that. You, you're giving off Brian Singer in X Men Apocalypse vibes mm. right now. <laughs> 
I'm sorry. I don't mean to compare you to Brian Singer. That's thank you. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> thank pretty you. bad. You know, <laughs> in classic fashion, in the first. 20 minutes when we're like figuring out the flow of the commentary. Steven says something and everyone goes, that'll get you canceled. <laughs> it's happened in every one of them. The first, oh, it's that's the... a great reveal. The oh. blaster coming up from behind them. Yeah. <laughs> I thought you were meaning that's a great reveal. Steven getting canceled in the first 20 minutes of the episode. <laughs> This is my favorite Star Wars movie. It really is a good foreshadowing to what's going to happen in the next 10 years. (laughs) If we are talking about effects, I think easily the worst effect in this whole opening sequence is the elevator shaft. Yeah, it it looks very... Oh, and these guys are kind of like video gamey as well. Yeah, even The environments, though, like, like, they look good. The environments are good. There's good lighting on them. The textures just aren't quite there, I think. Yeah. yeah. There's something very, like, I don't know, kind of like uh, liquid metally. Like, yeah. I always think about, like, uh, like I always think about Terminator 2 and, like, how some shots you're like, wow, that looks amazing. And other shots you're like, oh, no. Like, <laughs> um, We also talked over his uh, introduction, but we get Grievous here. What was y'all's first impressions of Grievous as a kid? Well, I saw the 2D Clone Wars first, so that's what I thought of him initially. And then seeing him here, it, it's, a, it's a natural continuation because in that one, you know, like they end it with like Mace Windu like squishing his chest and therefore like his lungs. And that's why he sounds like that now. Mm-hmm. Um, that was my canon at the time. So I was like, oh, Grievous is cool, I guess. I liked him because he was like he seemed so unique and different from and he had any of the arms. other ones. Well, even before yeah, that, and he had it's four just arms like and did the lightsaber yeah, thing. It's like, oh, yeah. dead, I can do that. See, there's a trend here. <laughs> he's not quite. He's not quite man. He's not quite droid. You know, am I a man or am I a muppet? Um, <laughs> Are we men or muppets? Oh my god, I love him with the oil slick. Yeah, the and oil it, slick's good. It is such a barbaric and chaotic way to take them out because he's just like, that's right, burn, this, burn in hell. Like, in retrospect, this oh is god. something that like Chopper would do. Yeah, and absolutely. it's really funny seeing like nice and sweet R2 just like burning droids oh alive. God. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's literally the most violent thing he's ever done. Like. Uh, oh yeah, but to uh, to kind of answer the question about Grievous is, uh, I think Grievous, my view of Grievous is kind of the same way that my view of the prequels has happened over times. So Whereas I thought he was really cool when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like I, I had his action figures and I liked him in the games and whatnot. And then like uh, as I like grew older into my teen years get a little more cynical and i kind of just think of him like oh he's really stupid like he just sounds awful he's just thrown into the plot it doesn't matter uh and then now i've grown up and i'm like yeah he's silly but i like him yeah that's <laughs> oh my god he's fun the, the, the count dooku flip speaking of silly that, but i like it count dooku's flip that has also not aged very well that was very like ugh, liquid hey, did y'all notice hey, to be fair it's always looked bad yeah as, that fair, flip yeah, always yeah. looked terrible as as obi-wan and anakin first approached palpatine obi-wan bowed to palpatine but anakin didn't like obi-wan oh. did like a little like etiquette bow it's like hello and oh. then anakin just kind of stood there Interesting. I've been ah, looking Chris forward Lee. to this. Like, I get the sword fight. I love this line. Good. Twice, Twice the, the pride, pride double, double the fall. fall. <laughs> oh, 
And then they have the edit of this movie where every single lightsaber sound is Palpatine saying, do it. But do then it. when he says, do it, it's a lightsaber sound. <laughs> Wait, I don't remember that yeah, part Yeah, it gets it. to That's the very hilarious. end and then they look at him and he just goes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's so good. I love it. Oh. Uh. I, I love, he is, here's the thing too, I he's think he is him away. purposely, he yeah. just doesn't care. He just straight up doesn't care how he's coming off. He's just, yeah, yeah, get him, do it, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's unfortunate. Yeah, because he really, got like, squished, oh, no. I guess. <laughs> well, because he really does, I do think he really wants Dooku dead now. Because like, he can't oh, no, control yeah. Dooku. He's in the end game. He knows what's going on. It's just also like, I think it's so interesting that Dooku's really like the only Sith quote unquote apprentice or sidekick to really never give into his dark side all the way. You can tell that what he's doing, he does actually believe is for the, the betterment. So I think that that's why he has so much shock in his eyes when, you know, Palpatine very eagerly says, good, kill him. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, here it is. <laughs> Personally, he does a really good job of, like, expressing, like, how horrified Dooku is in this situation. Like, yeah, like, literally that face right yeah. there. He's just like, what? what? I didn't... Great actor. He's like, wait, this isn't the plan. <laughs> wait, 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 we were supposed to rule the galaxy together. <laughs> but I... <laughs> yeah, because he never gets, like, he never gets the Sith eyes. He, yeah, he has the, that's what I mean. Like, he has enough corruption that his crystal turns his lightsaber red, but, like... It's almost like he's giving into cynicism more than he's giving into anger and stuff. It's yeah. more like anger and darkness is the only path forward for him, you know? Yeah. That's actually kind of why, you know, speaking of more recent Star Wars characters I really like is I, I think Reva and Balon Skull, like, both kind of carry that where it's like, no, I'm really here because it's my only option. Yeah. You and that, I think you remember that absolutely terrible thing that happened to you, Anakin. Remember your mother? Remember the sand people? You remember that? Yeah. You can just keep killing people. It's totally fine. It's really fun, in fact. Oh, hey, your best friend that's like lying there right now. Uh, yeah, no, no, don't too. worry about him. Don't worry about him. That is the starkest jump for me. <laughs> sorry, Caleb. I interrupted your point. What were you saying? Oh, no, never mind. Okay, sorry. If it's important, it will come back up. All right. <laughs> sorry about that. I'm sorry again. No, it's fine. You know what, Caleb? In Dude, fact, this is the flow of Steven, conversation. I think one more. I think one more apology. Well, we'll you know, instead of an, an apology, Caleb, I know that it was pretty intense getting to see one of your favorite actors, Christopher Lee, there get uh, decapitated. So, would I a, mean, would he... a copy of "Silly Songs with Larry" on on a cassette tape would that what? would that make you feel any Where's better, Steven? Where did you get this? I went through my mom's uh, my mom's old cassette you... tapes. So I did have this on CD. Did you? <laughs> and now you get it on an outdated format. <laughs> Time to go. Much get like unboxed. Revenge of the Sith All on right. VHS. <laughs> uh, to quote David Burns, uh, "I've got a tape I want to play for you. <laughs> I got a tape I, tape I want to play for you." Okay, Stephen, I I have to know. You're welcome, buddy. <laughs> Oh, that was a gift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's yeah. funny. Oh, yeah, I'm giving it to him. <laughs> oh, okay. But it's I also thought, I just thought I it thought was you just pulled it out as a, like a prop gag. <laughs> like, oh, hey, I know it'll make you believe feel it better. or not. It functions as both. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I'm so glad because I was like, I need to find one random opportunity in this movie to get <laughs> that worked, Caleb. That worked. You did oh. it. Oh my God, R two. Oh. I. Uh, <laughs> 
I got pushed into the corpses of my fallen enemies. You know, like, <laughs> as wild as that is, him dropping into the bodies of droids, it's, it's always been really comical to me that Obi-Wan's ship just lands right next to him and then literally bounces off the ground. <laughs> yeah. There's something very weird about the, the physics there. Yeah, like, you know that they're using, like, uh, like gravity generators and whatnot. But, like, how are they working like that? Because, like, they should always stay <laughs> the right. same regardless of right. where the ship is yeah. pointed at. Like, wh- what? Like, that doesn't... Why are they falling? <laughs> that doesn't check out. Actually, it makes sense why they're, yeah, they're like falling poetry. because the elevator would it's be like poetry. It doesn't make like sense. That, but it's like poetry. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> Meanwhile, Palpatine's George Lucas neck goes is to snapped. Slump. Yeah, Pal- <laughs> Palpatine has a bone sticking out of his throat. <laughs> I love the little scope thing coming up oh, for R two above the dead bodies of the people that he's killed. I have a I have a toy R two literally over there that uh... right over there. <laughs> okay. Huh? Right over there? I mean, it's somewhere over there. Right, I don't make know. sure I you point it out it so the listeners can understand. I'm pointing it out to you, <laughs> jackass. <laughs> God, not everything's for the listeners. Do you have we a... are we are within my domicile? <laughs> Do you have a cassette for Alex? Because uh... <laughs> yeah, it's called Alex. I'm so sorry. <laughs> then apologize six other times. <laughs> Uh, hey Alex, uh, do you actually think of Veggie Tales uh, sing-alongs? Would that actually would that make you feel I, any I better? Said a no-no word. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> do you not want it? <laughs> no, I t- I'll take it because it's hilarious. It? <laughs> it's you that. held on to this, so for context, <laughs> me Steven pulled out another. We went to see a movie before this. Then we went and got dinner. And then we got here and we hung out. And now he has held on to these this entire time. I almost want to rip that bag from his side and see what else in there. But I, if there is anything else, I don't want to ruin the bit. He's got to pull out VeggieTales Goes Country next. <laughs> Rock band silly songs with Larry. <laughs> Wait, we should totally load up Clone Hero one night and see if there's any veg- Veggie Tales on there. Oh, oh I God. guarantee you there are. Oh, oh you oh. know I'd go ham on my lovely cheeseburger. <laughs> oh, I, that's the thing too with Grievous though. Grievous like has people fight for him. He would go ham on. <laughs> I do like that though. I'm not even going to attempt it. (laughs) I took it back immediately. (laughs) (laughs) I did. It was more Mr. Krabs. My lovely cheeseburger. My lovely cheeseburger. (laughs) (laughs) I like that Grievous has people fight for him though, and it doesn't line up with the Clone Wars, but, or Clone Wars 2D, but it does. It's so different from Maul and uh, and Christopher Lee. Uh, Dooku. I completely <laughs> forgot his name for a second there. <laughs> to be fair, Caleb, of all of the people who would get his name wrong, I think you have more permission to call him Christopher Lee <laughs> than just... We were close personal friends. <laughs> yeah, of course. 
<laughs> now to make my great escape. Now to make my great escape. Yeet. <laughs> okay, can I can I tell my story about the R two D two? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so. I hope I made up for it. Before all of that, I was actually thinking like, oh, I should just go ahead and tell this whole story. So uh, for the audio listeners, I am pointing left to the other side of the room that we are currently sitting in where there resides a small R2-D2 droid powered by, I think, the same batteries that I've had in it since I was a kid. Do you feel Uh, like you're here? Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're not immersed, um, you should be, and it's your fault that you're not, not mine. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, I remember when I was a kid, I, when I was still believing in Santa, I thought I was so clever because I was like, you know what? I've been having my doubts lately. I'm gonna test them, and I told my mom, I was like, hey, tell Santa. <laughs> you you tell, tell Santa, Santa. You, you tell that boy <laughs> tell that, that I want an R two D two for Christmas. Those don't even exist. He ain't gonna pull that <laughs> off. <laughs> and what did I find under the Christmas tree that morning? Mm, that little toy R two D two over there, <laughs> which is why I still believe in Santa. Claus. Which is why I still believe in Santa. Yeah, <laughs> I just wrote this, him a note for this year. Which is why um, December twenty fourth of each year I shake in my bed at night, <laughs> waiting in a cold sweat, hoping someday he'll bring me an actual astromech droid. Uh, <laughs> anyway, all of that was I don't to say to point it out, you there, jackass. <laughs> There was a there was a little stick that went inside his uh little compartment that you could pull out and you pulled off one of his uh top things. Oh. And like you put the stick in there and then you put the uh camera on it. Oh, and it could cool. like swivel around. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. But I lost did the it, stick though. Did it come with his little hot dog? Huh? His little hot little dog. Little hot dog. Oh, that's Yoda's hot dog. Is it Well, just cuz he keeps saying mine, mine, <laughs> mine, mine doesn't mine. make it his. <laughs> I also like that there are just firefighter like ships. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why it we makes need, sense, though. Why we need uh, planes, fire, and rescue in the Star Wars universe. Um, Caleb, <laughs> that's why we need Chicago this is, Fire. This is why <laughs> you know what? This Star is, Wars universe. This is why crossover Chaos Three hasn't happened yet. <laughs> because these are our choices now. I really hope that <laughs> there were just too many people in that tower. Like at least like. <laughs> Like it was ch- take a child to work And that was a joke I would have cut out. <laughs> 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 this one's unedited. <laughs> yeah, Alex. Oh, but oh I, here's the Millennium Falcon. Oh yeah, yeah right down somewhere. there. Yay! Um, actually, yeah, there it is. it's a Corellian freighter. That's literally That's the Millennium the, Falcon. No, the Millennium Falcon is a Corellian flater. 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 Did you hear flater. that, Caleb? It's a Corellian inflator. It's a Corellian Fraser. It's an inflatable ship. <laughs> Chewie, blow up the ship. <laughs> Look at the way Obi-Wan's standing. God, God he's so sexy hot. beast. Sex appeal for days. Also, Anakin <sighs> just looks so much better. Like, episode two. Because he doesn't have the rat tail. Well, yeah. (laughs) Hair makes a big difference, (laughs) y'all. But it's also like, it's funny. So I was watching the behind the scenes. I didn't get to finish them, but I'll be honest. I got half an hour deep, 
nothing was as entertaining as the other two behind the scenes. And don't get me wrong. I think it's because this movie's better. I think that's honestly the reason. It probably went a whole lot smoother. Um, but the one thing I remember they were doing with uh, Hayden Christensen is that they were trying out different wigs. And there were all these alternative... Oh, Jar Jar, no! Turtle <laughs> no, Jar Jar. don't make any more decisions. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please, no. But, but cannabis, cannabis has been legalized. legalized across the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he mentions it, everyone goes, Oh, yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Oh, Order I did. 66 is going down. Everyone's like, oh, God, it's fine. Look, <laughs> I did know a guy who 100% thought all Trump had to do to get everyone on his side was legalize weed. Like, it's like, oh, <laughs> that was that's it. it. That's, that's it. it. That's the thing that's been holding us all yeah. back from oh, getting yeah, on board. It. <laughs> he also won't alienate a huge part of his voter base because of that either. Oh, my gosh. Or, you know, most of the people in his party. Um, anyway, the point being, uh, what, what I was saying was uh, they tried out different haircuts on, like, on Anakin. And one of them was, like, he had, like, a mohawk and looked like a Mortal Kombat character. Oh, God, no. And then George was just, like, was looking at it. Was he voiced by Megan Fox? Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it was the switch port which was terrible oh no um, yeah oh gosh um but it's like straight up he's just like george lucas is like holding his beard and looking at it and he goes it's a little bit much <laughs> and like then it comes to hayden christensen like a really pretty like ponytail and like mm. he says like i really don't like this and i really hope george doesn't like it but i feel <laughs> like he's gonna like it and then the, he came up and he's like needs to be a little bit more together and he's like kind of just messing with hayden christensen's hair in the front and hayden christensen's just kind of like blinking every time he does it like uh, uh, yeah have you have you ever had people touching like the front of your hair when you don't want them to it's very uncomfortable it's it's more like there's just like this level of fear (laughs) yeah no i get as someone who had bangs for most of my life up until i shaved my head (laughs) yeah trust me it's it's very uncomfortable people just like Oh yeah, let me just um, let me just hit your little curly, yeah. curly cue there. Space buns, uh, bringing that as a little a little, a little hint nod. to the future, a little rhyme. Also, Annie, I'm pregnant. That's also a pretty big hint for the future. Oh, well, I yeah. think so. Um, I think these kids are gonna do stuff. Padme, what if we like had twins or something? Oh, Annie, that's much. That's too much. Too Annie, much. No, no, I'd no. kill one of them. I I would absolutely kill one of them. Which which one? this is a weird hypothetical i don't like this remake of medea anyway (laughs) welcome to the hall that's a joke that goes entirely over my head but somehow it's funny anyway (laughs) i completely agree with that i'm like i don't know what what he's referring to but i was not expecting medea to be brought up like that (laughs) get into one of my favorite planets I love oh, the Udipau? planets of hol- holes. Utapau is pretty cool. <laughs> A little gopher planet. <laughs> and also, I just, I love the aliens here, too. <laughs> yeah. Technically speaking, well, that's kind of the one thing, too, about the Obi-Wan show that, for me, the Sith Inquisitor, like, they got <laughs> so it weird. right once. <laughs> Why don't you do it again? I don't know. Are they supposed to technically be the same race? Or yeah, do it's, they yeah, just they're the same, same race. race. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they got right back in 2005, and, like... <laughs> <laughs> what if what if that was like the thing that they got cut from the movie was George Lucas has a line you know where he's you know it's where one of the guys is like thousands of battle droids when he's saying that he goes like and not to mention 
the Giga Gopher is on its way. <laughs> and then you just see the other holes and you see a giant gopher like the space whales and it's just hopping from each one. <laughs> <laughs> just destroying cities as he goes by. <laughs> See, some places, some places have hurricanes. Some places have tornadoes. Some places have the French. Sorry, I was primarily for one. France <laughs> and, and a little bit of Canada. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh, Palpatine looks—he is smirking so hard in every scene because he's just like, "I'm so close." And part it's, of Vietnam, oh, they took care of that <laughs> Sorry, that was a callback to the French one. I wanted to slip. I, I miss what you said because I was focused on what <laughs> Stephen was saying. What <laughs> I said. So, and uh, at one point, Vietnam, but they took care of that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, this scene is so hostile, and it's it's so weird because I look at both of them. I'm like, wow, that is exactly how I pictured Anakin, and I go, wow. That's exactly how I pictured Padme. And then you hear them talking. <laughs> well, I think, I think this works because their relationship is bad. And so I think every, I think the yes. thing is the first. So they have to stay true to that. No, no, no. I think in, and this is totally me like retroactively trying to justify it. But in episode two, you're starting, hopefully you see the seeds of their relationship form and you can see the potential. I don't think you really see that with what actually got put in the movie, but in this, you can see how like they've just been ripped apart by their situation and by the fact that Anakin has been in a environment that has only fed his toxic traits. Yeah. And, and going off of that, uh, one thing I do appreciate about the clone wars is, um, it did have its moments where you see like the dynamic between the two of them be uh, really nice. Uh, but at the same time, it was also filled with plenty of moments of, oh, they do not work well together as a couple. Yeah, <laughs> that's, you know what, that's Anakin fair. is really jealous of a lot of things. Yeah, <laughs> that one senator dude, right? Yeah, In Clovis particular? or whatever yeah, his name Yeah, that's is. what his name was. Yeah. If a guy named Clovis comes up to your girl, I wouldn't be too worried. Yeah. You see, I'm I'm the opposite. I think if uh, your girl gets stolen by some guy named Clovis... <laughs> I think you have every right to be mad. <laughs> See, I think I think at that point it was inevitable. If it wasn't Clovis, it was gonna be something. What, Jerry? If you can lose your girl to Clovis <laughs> or if you or your guy, if you can lose your partner to Clovis, that relationship wasn't gonna last. Jerry Clovis. <laughs> Jerry Clovis. <laughs> Sounds like a Simpsons character. Jerry Clovis, senator of the separatist systems, and Jerry <laughs> Clovis. <laughs> oh man, that's the thing too. I do want to say Hayden Christensen really did try for this one because he uh he apparently did like workouts like every single day for like three months, and he ate like six times a day to keep up like his protein levels and really? stuff. Really? Yeah, because like Dang. you see like his pecs and like his abs. Oh, he it's, is like, dude, ripped. He is ripped for this. Did one. you see his biceps and triceps dude. and that la- and him that shot of him getting out of bed? Oh my god! I'm not gonna lie. Even as a kid, I knew. Is the as a kid, you just think of like the the coolness factor of having a robot arm like that. Like you're like, oh man, I really want that. You don't think about like what you have to go through to. 
actually do that. After and that most Hayden people Christensen wouldn't... method acted. Yeah. <laughs> he took his forearm that off. Was, dude, that was such a weird rumor with The Walking Dead. People were like, it's in Andrew Lincoln's contract that he could have a hand amputated for the show because, like, Rick what? loses his hands in the comic. And that's completely First false. of all, no. Uh, yeah, exactly. I'm like, why would you no, sign no that contract? Per- well, that and, like, that's, like, you can't enforce that. Yeah. No. Oh, like, my gosh, that, no. That, even if you sign it, like, four times, you absolutely yeah. can not underline it get up your partner to sign it everything say, have video really evidence this? of you saying yes you can cut off my arm no they cannot make you they do, can't that. do that like and it's <laughs> that so is... weird it was such a weird rumor i was like that's bizarre <laughs> that is definitely legally protected exactly like... <laughs> um i think it makes sense that he was working out so much because he's always been an actor and admittedly i've only ever seen him in these movies and jumper but he has always you didn't watch Takers. I oh no, I did see Takers. Oh me God, and, really? Did you? There was a why? there was a period of time when me and my brother watched Takers a lot for some reason. <laughs> why? I don't know, you know why. What, Caleb, actually, I'm not even gonna. <laughs> There's no why. There's it's no fine. justification. <laughs> anyway, but he's always been an actor who's had like a lot of physicality, and especially in this series, when he's paired with a director who doesn't know how to work with actors, his physicality has been his greatest asset. Yeah, like, because the way he acts with, like, his eyes is way different than, like, his vocal inflections. Yeah. I just think it's one of those things where, you know, it's kind of a a tribute to, like, what we kind of said about George Lucas before, where he sees someone and says, that's who I picture the character to be. But then it's like, but then, George, they, they also have to act like how you think the character would act. And I think that it was difficult for Hayden Christensen being with George Lucas as the director because he can't really he can't really dig in and find what works. Yeah. Also, I just think maybe Hayden Christensen would have functioned better as like a supporting character in one of these movies. And you I, know? And I mean like, you know, very topical right now. Like I think we're seeing a lot of that with Ahsoka right mm-hmm. now because he's not the main character and he's he's given like the ability to actually like project more and like really find his voice and find like the right balance of what actually like should work for this character right and and also i think it really helps to to in the same way that like i am sure that it helped matt lanter to you know watch (laughs) you're welcome um matt latin 24 (laughs) matt lettuce um but like it probably helped him too to like hear the way hayden christensen acted in the same way that right back around it probably helped hayden christensen to listen to matt lanton lanter i did it you got it you caleb got it. edit this no, no. <laughs> i have to protect the way i look <laughs> don't edit out the other things we talked about <laughs> please i was about to say yeah, Stephen, I i've already made like the most offensive joke of this episode <laughs> i think you're fine <laughs> yeah uh, I, I completely zoned out and I was just reading the subtitles. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's what I did with Attack of the Clones. It's okay. <laughs> I feel like you can see a good amount of pacing already like improved from Attack of the Clones in this because there is a forward progression with everything going on. It's not we're jumping back between these two stories. It's that we are following Anakin as like each piece unravels more and more of the plot. Not every episode or not every scene has to unravel the plot, 
but when you have so much plot you have to unravel like you do in a george lucas script yeah it definitely helps most definitely i just love too that palpatine you know looked at anakin and said would you like to come and pace around my office for a bit cool and then just keep going around in circles like literally that's like what that's what true. what is the direction that they have why are I, they just walking around in circles? They are in this exercise. office a few times in this movie, and I think every time they actually do walk in yeah, circles. Every single time. Because <laughs> even when he has the lightsaber drawn on him, what are they doing? <laughs> They're like ballet walking. turning in a circle. George Lucas <laughs> doesn't know how to block a scene. <laughs> oh, why don't they just walk around? Oh See, my gosh. I think that shot's Oh, good. I was about to say yeah. that shot is amazing. Yeah, like incredible improvement over attack the clones also man they got holograms down in this movie like it looks so real and i remember thinking i was like i can't wait till we have holograms and now they're like yeah. kind of almost here yeah kind of kind of we'll see if they go if like they actually get more developed i mean we have like really cool big big budget like stage holograms but they're not there's not really any holograms for like everyday practical life what do you guys think about them electing him to the council but not making him oh, a it's master? a stupid decision yeah <laughs> it's made almost, by a stupid council full of stupid members it's almost like yeah. mace wants to uh wants to frustrate him and wants to push him further away from the council because mace doesn't understand people yeah and then he goes <laughs> to the point of literally saying if we take out Palpatine, I'll make you a master. But then he's like, do I want to be a master on a council with you? No, I'll just kill everybody. <laughs> also, like, the council memberships, it's not double O rank. Like, it shouldn't be based on doing a hit. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's very fair. Your one final mission. Yeah, they're not ninja. Assassinate Senator Clovis, I must. <laughs> Yoda's just standing on a tower with a sniper rifle ready for the walk my ship. Fear no evil, I won't. Grandmaster, I shall become. And more walking. <laughs> At least this time, it's in a line and not a circle. Mm. And there's there's actually windows where we can look out and see stuff. See, unlike, unlike Attack the Clones, where they're just walking through a giant, see, that's the giant thing too. open room. These scenes have lighting, where you, whereas you look at the ones with the Kaminoans, and it's like, oh my gosh. Like the... Oh man, I'm sorry, I have a lot of almost burps happening. It, it's huh. all good. We had Buffalo Wild Wings oh, before this. Yeah, We're a little habanero did not agree with me. <laughs> I would wimp out on the eventual hot ones that will be on the Star Wars therapy hot <laughs> when ones. Star Wars therapy finally on finally gets to hot ones. Though. Oh, I will make it through the gauntlet. Sean so, Evans, I'm coming for you. So Last you guys have up, 52, 53 listeners. <laughs> 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 why, why is Chris Hansen hosting Hot Ones? Oh, am I doing Chris Hansen? I meant to do Sean, Sean Evans, sorry. Uh, hello there. So you're, uh, you got 58 listeners, huh? You know what I have? I have the chat logs. So there's this, there's this interesting line where Anakin says, but that's treason. And Obi-Wan says, this is war Anakin. There is not a time when treason is more important than war. <laughs> war. Yeah. <laughs> you throw out a lot of social norms and laws during war, but treason is definitely not one of them. <laughs> and I almost feel like it's coming from the point of view of like, we're so sick and tired of this war. We just want it done. And it's like, huh? Well, <laughs> and I do understand. And I just don't think it lands here. Like this is a critique of 
the uh, the response to 9-11 and to Bush and to the war in Iraq and all in Afghanistan and all that stuff, right? I yeah. just don't think it go like it lines up well enough to to work. And it's not allegory, so it doesn't need to line up one to one. But it's like the Jedi really are just against democracy in this. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying a democratic system can't be corrupted to the point where it no longer functions. I'm just not sure the movie puts in the work to show us that that's happened. I, I would tend to agree with that. I mean, here's the thing. I feel like this movie's kind of making up for the lack of plot in the other two. Despite how much is happening, there's a very, there's a lack of plot, um, I would say, of like integral movements that feel like you're building towards something. Um Whereas with this one, it feels like they have to build up and then they have to immediately lead into episode four, which is kind of the disadvantage of this one. But it also, for me, is like what makes it my favorite one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do understand, though, like it, it it's not it, it, the whole Jedi's being a flawed organization, I don't think is well enough explored at all in these movies. But I think in this one, it starts to get to the point where you're like, all right, I'm, they're not the best. They definitely got problems. And then Clone Wars goes, none of them should be trusted. <laughs> none of them. <laughs> I mean, you're right. <laughs> yeah. I really hate this headpiece on on uh, Padme. I think it looks so dumb. It's uh it's like a visor, but without the helmet. But without purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she looks like she just took off like an astronaut helmet. Yeah, she <laughs> like, looks like a knight that, that doesn't have the like front part of the helm. That won't. That's not regulation jousting uh, equipment, Padme. You won't be able it's to go right. to the Ren Fair with that. No, it's that. okay. My my four my forehead's protected. It's fine. The forehead is the center of the soul. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's where the head chakra is. As I don't Cicero know said. No, no. <laughs> As Edgar Allan Poe wrote, the forehead is the center of the soul. <laughs> no politics, no plotting, no war. I mean, to be fair, like, no scrubs. all of that happened like a week after that scene, so I don't know what to tell you, lady. <laughs> no diggity. Gotta back it up. <laughs> no, there was, listen, oh. when, 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 back when we were in love, there was no diggity, all giggity. <laughs> We're getting to the bubble opera, which uh, I did not realize happened this soon. Look, George Lucas. Oh, yeah. Right there. He's in the blue. Yeah. And that's like his daughter with him? Is yeah. That right? That's his daughter. And like, that's his only cameo in all of Star Wars. And I kind of love that he was like, he didn't make it like a big deal. No. It's kind of like how Peter Jackson shows up as that one guy in the very beginning of Lord of the Rings. And he just kind of looks at the camera for a second and then they move on. He's like, he did, <laughs> he did have the sticker that said, hello, I'm Peter Jackson, director of the Lord of the Rings, which I thought was maybe a little gilding the lily. The lovely bones comes out 2005. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, if... much like George Lucas, will be damned by my own success and will not direct anything after my failed prequels. <laughs> Mortal <laughs> Engines, it's canceled. No, no. If I were to uh, make a George Lucas cameo. I don't know where I would put it in any of the movies, but you know that uh, 
You know that's uh that clip that's gone around on like TikTok and stuff of him where he's just walking in the background of someone's video yeah. and he like looks at the camera and like quickly scurries away a little bit. I love the one where there's. Metal I would Gear do that, but in Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to dress him up or anything. Yeah. Have him have him be in a. Plaid he's got shirt Wrangler and khakis. jeans. He's got a flannel. He's, he's got, got those got... like white New Balances. Yeah, I was he's wearing say, tube socks. <laughs> <laughs> just have it like in the middle of like a, a bar or something on tattooing. Both, both sleeves evenly wrapped up, like, rolled oh. up. <laughs> He's like, oh, gotta go. They're planning to betray me. Every, what am I? Sorry, go ahead. Everything he says here, with the exception of the Jedi won't control the Republic, but they are planning on betraying him. Like he's not not telling the truth here. Yeah, and even the thing he lies about is very believable. It, but I. I'm not going to lie, though. I just he's so sassy in this. <laughs> there is there's a reason why they got Tim Curry to voice him in the in the uh, pre in the uh, Clone Wars for a bit, because like the way he goes, come sit down, leave us like <laughs> it's just like, oh, my gosh. And and the people in the that he's with are just so like he just he's like this. <laughs> he's just like this. But also he's just like and democracy. They don't even like me. And later, Who will I change the ball now? They didn't invite me to sit with them in the cafeteria. It was Taco Tuesday. I got extra tacos because I know that Obi-Wan likes them. And then he said, oh, thank you. And that was it. <laughs> he didn't do anything else. He's like just really mad about a really like trivial thing. How do you feel? How do you guys feel about the bubble opera? I think it's the opera. Interesting. It's something the French would do. Oh, I'm not here for I it. I like that. It's, it's very French in idea. I like. And I don't like the French. Uh, yes. Idea. <laughs> yes. As the French will um, say, bubble, 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 opera, bubble, bubble, opera. I do like how it's. It is silly. It's extremely silly. And like, what the heck? But I do like how just alien it is well there's also oh, also the tragedy of dark plagueis wise well it's also he's talking about darth plagueis the wise and he's talking about using the metachlorians to influence life and many people have pointed out that the things in the middle of the bubble kind of look like life pre premature humans sperm yeah <laughs> are we talking about <laughs> sperm steven <Yeah. laughs> can we not mention medically accurate terminology of sperm <laughs> yes it looks like spermy sperm sperms what's wrong with sperm steven <laughs> there's uh, not an issue i'm getting here. so i'm getting so red-faced right now <laughs> i was trying so hard to make it like a quick little joke because i was like caleb won't want to do this i know i'm trying to like i'm trying to like toe the line <laughs> to not say anything too bad but i'm also just like sperm <laughs> what what happened to him he became so powerful he changed his name to sperm just so people would have to say it every time they addressed him. Losing his power, which eventually, of, of course, course, he, he did. did. Which also, he is never, like, I think this is interesting because Palpatine never seems afraid of losing his power. He seems always confident that he will have it. Yeah, which, I mean, yeah, spoilers. Until his death. He kind of does, yeah. even after that. Oh, yeah, after he comes back. Yeah. <laughs> Somehow. I am all the Sith. 
I am a big Sith burrito. All the flavors I am of Sith made of wrapped rubber. up into one. I am made of rubber and you are made of glue. <laughs> Not from a Jedi. Not from a Jedi. <laughs> That's why he cloned himself. He turned his skin into rubber so his lightning couldn't affect him. <laughs> uh, I have, That's my headcanon. <laughs> he I goes, have... hey, Anakin, look at this. Watch this. He <laughs> 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 just like, like stretches his face open. <laughs> Anakin's force goes. It's just like, all right, now what the heck is this? <laughs> I have such a visceral oh, memory. Is that is on his, oh, I had on no idea front. she was no on Kashyyyk. I've um, never noticed that. Cool. I have such a visceral memory of the Kashyyyk Lego sets. I never owned them. Mm, me too. But they looked so cool in the catalogs. In particular, the thing that I thought of from them, and I, I every time I, th- I see that scene, I think of it, it's the, the water ships with yes. the big tread yes. on there. Yeah. So cool. And those came with the little spider uh, yeah, ones, too. Yeah, they did. I, I really liked that. I remember uh, the Kashyyyk level from uh, the first Lego Star Wars game, mm-hmm. where oh, yeah. you would like yeah. go, th- you'd start on the beach and then you'd go through like the swamp, and then at the end you had to like slash the uh, slash the leaves away to bring Yoda's pod out of the ground. Yeah, that's it made right. no sense whatsoever, but it was so fun. Yeah, it made you feel like the Lego Star Wars equivalent of storming the beaches of Normandy. Yeah. You had to fight clones and droids. It was dope. There were heroes on both sides. okay also cg looks fantastic with this like it's cool too because like you know a lot of the the wookies here are practical but some of them aren't and like it's not very noticeable unless you look really close yeah i was about to say i i noticed a few but i think like if you're not looking out for it well it's like how easy it's like how um Alfred Hitchcock, when he made the birds, most of the birds are just prop birds, but he would put in just enough that you would notice them, and your eyes would kind of scan over the ones that are just sitting still. Oh, okay, that's really cool. That's a that that's sense. a good way to use that. Yeah, I love this. I love the Wookiee just like, you'll never take me alive! Like, it's so cool. Yeah. I love the I love the clones of this battalion. Oh, because, the like, ones? Huh? The camo ones? Yeah, the camo yeah. ones. Because, like, you know, you you see the phase two uh, clone troopers a little bit throughout the intro of uh, of this movie. But, like, up until now, you don't see them a whole lot. And then you see the clone commander, and he very much just looks like a camoed out stormtrooper. Yeah. And then you see the uh, guys on the ground who are just straight up scout troopers. And it, it's I, I really like how it's just, like, artistically leading into what stormtroopers would eventually become and what scout troopers became like in return of the Jedi and everything. That's, you know, that's very fair. That's a good parallel actually to point out. Um, I, I didn't actually think about that. I just was oh, yeah. kind of like, they're clone scout like, oh, troopers. Cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I, as much as I understand, like, okay, this scene of, for those of you watching along, like we're at the scene where, you know, Obi-Wan and Anakin are saying goodbye about to part ways the and, last positive interaction they'll have. Right, ever, um, while they're alive. And, like, the point being is that uh, as much as I can appreciate that, knowing, you know, what happens after and what just came before, it is very, like, in case anyone wasn't aware of what my relationship was to you, I am very proud of you and have trained you for quite <laughs> some time since you were a small boy. And now... You are a very capable warrior. Goodbye. I it's, hope nothing bad happens with between us. 
I sure hope you don't kill me. Oh, anyway. I forgot about Obi-Wan's new droid, because you don't see him much. No. Actually, you might just see it in this scene, but yeah, straight up just gets a golden R2 unit. Well, it's a little more like a bronze. But... George Lucas pouts his arms because he's like, it's not R4. It's not R4. It's not R4. Watch what you say about R4. You're bonked on the head real quick. <sighs> they killed R4. I can't believe they did that. Sir, you made the movie. They killed R4. Disney killed R4. I watched the movie. I was there in the theater. Sir, this was this was before you sold the movie? No. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, this was eight years before you sold the movie. <laughs> in the notes, I said, don't kill R4. Whatever you do, R4 has to make it. Once I, once I turned in the first draft of THX, I wrote down the entire history of Star Wars that's in the tomes and the ranch. <laughs> I don't know why my, my George Lucas became Jordan Peterson. <laughs> like, mine just kept going. Well, you know. <laughs> because of the ravages of socialism. <laughs> the ravages, because of the ravages of the separatists. <laughs> the separatists. The separatists and the Sith. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing. What will we do without Jedi? Which of which of the, the ravages of the Jedi Order? If you looked at which would be more likely to radicalize me, Jordan Peterson or Palpatine, I honestly think it would be Palpatine. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's better at it. <laughs> and, like, no doubt. Jordan Peterson better. has spent his entire career trying to be Sheev Palpatine. Have you heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? <laughs> It's not a Jedi, or it's not a tale that the Democrats would have told you. <laughs> of course, the of course the radical left Joe, wouldn't have told you that. Joe, what you don't understand is that he he had so much power that the only thing he feared was losing his power. <laughs> and then, because he was a biological male, also he then was able to take the Metaclorians. And influence oh, life. Padme, Padme calling her shot right there. I'm not going to die in childbirth. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Why would you don't even worry, Anakin. <laughs> what if she looked at the camera? <laughs> what if she literally went, don't worry, Anakin. I won't die during childbirth. But my doctor <laughs> but has been saying that I'm very susceptible to dying of a broken heart. <laughs> She's just kind of giving up. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Padme, have you considered the possibility that you might just lose the will to live? <laughs> it's all right, Padme. Yeah, you have to you. hold on. Your husband's space Hitler now. He's what? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my gosh, yeah. this looks so cool. Uh, Greetings, young Jedi. What brings you to our remote sanctuary? I think this corduroy looking ass. I think what helps. <laughs> it really is though. They're very lean. They're very lean and the costumes like really draw your attention to the head so the proportions are weird. Yeah. And maybe that's part of the reason why the Inquisitor doesn't work as well because he's he's like has normal human proportions. T to me it's not even really that. It to me it's just that these guys have like grit to the way that they look. That's There's something true. very like tangible and yeah. like real feeling about their makeup. And there was always something about his face that made it very unsettling to look at as a kid. And it's also his teeth. Yeah. Like them like Forking he's... inward almost. It's like, it's such a cool character design. And so that's why when you see the Inquisitor, who's supposed to be this intimidating figure, and he just is like, oh, hello. He just yes, has I'm the cheesiest face. White. <laughs> yeah, like, he looks like he's like, look, I'm Frieza from Dragon Ball Z. It's just like, it's so weird. I love this guy, because like, yeah, he's, he's intimidating, like, in the face. And you even see, like, his hands look, like, demonic right there, too. 
Uh, but he's dressed like just, just so like regally <laughs> regal. He looks. He's dressed <laughs> he looks like regally. He's dressed regally. like a Dracula. <laughs> Dracula. Like it's all. It's like this very. Oh, like, I guess he is Dracula. It is Socratic noble, like old world type. The crane. The the crane. The crane. The cane. Oh my gosh! What is wrong with me? Like, so, w- dude. Sometimes when I my voice just like auto corrects. Like, I just feel like I'm genuinely losing all grips on reality. Also, here's his bird lizard. Love the bird lizard. Love the bird lizard. I'm sure there's a name for it, but it's bird lizard it's to bird me. bird lizard. <laughs> we, need more, we need more fun creatures in Star Wars. I agree. Wat Tambor, baby! Yes, it would be so secret to talk about it in a hangar, in the open space, where anyone could sneak up on a bird lizard. <laughs> Why specifically that's did you just say bird lizard? I, I did no reason. I just I love that they're just straight up having a board meeting right now. <laughs> like what's going on? It is very like I want him to have a PowerPoint presentation going on behind him. Actual As footage. You can see, stocks are up thirty percent. Actual footage of Bob Iger having to admit to the Disney board that the strike will end. <laughs> we we have to do this, guys. We can't wait. We thought we could. We can't. <laughs> then the WGA is about to drop in and say hello there. Hello there. <laughs> no, this is a SAG going on strike. This is Fran Drescher. <laughs> solidarity. I saw. Yeah, I this saw... is Fran Drescher. <laughs> hello there. And then I love Fran. She's the. <laughs> hello everyone. I'm Fran Drescher. Guys, we need a good deal here. <laughs> Mr. Sheffield. General Drescher. <laughs> I did see some. <laughs> I saw some SAG folks at the at the Braves game I went to this really? week. Really? Yeah, okay, which okay. makes sense because like Atlanta is a lot of filming. Yeah. But like I was I was so happy. I'm like I walked by them. I'm like, yeah, Union Strong. It was so cool. That's cool. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And dead. Yep. Man, one of my favorite things too is that uh, it, in like well, like I said, I didn't get to finish the behind the scenes, but they weren't oh, as eventful. Um, but when they were talking about like the little additions they made to Obi-Wan's look. It was um, the little bit of gray that he has on the side. And he was like, this one takes place only like two years after, after attack of the clones. Right. And he, they go, yeah. And he goes, rough two years. Huh? <laughs> and I'm just like, yeah, bro, just picture 19 years from now. You all be rough. Like, <laughs> man, I remember this as a kid was just so cool. Just yeah. spinning the lightsabers. It's one of the most, like, I am so powerful and I don't even care. He is such moments like this with Grievous. I like because him being super cocky is like what makes him interesting. Mm. Him trying to be genuinely diabolical is like always very forced. Like at the very end where he says like, you know, uh, you know, Darth Vader will take care of you. Like when he's putting all of them to the, uh, Wait, no. Sorry, Palpatine says that. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I was about to say. I, just... <laughs> I was like, um, you know, spoilers, but uh, he doesn't make it out of this fight. Sorry about that. I forgot. I don't know why well, I thought that. It's all good. It's, it's all been good. a rough week. Um, no, I get it's you. It's been a though. rough life. He, I think uh, what I like about that is, like, he is kind of a poser. And, like, it's very much a thing where his confidence is kind of what kills him because he gets into himself into a situation he just can't back out of. Yeah. He definitely tries, but. And that's the thing, too. He, like, he's so sneaky. He's so, like, I'm going to get away, like, all the time, which 
I don't know. It's not very intimidating, but it is like, it's a fun villain, you know? It's, it's very interesting. Because like I said, it's different from Maul, who is just a ball of anger. Just in the movies, not in the show or anything. Right. Just mm-hmm. ball of anger. Very intimidating, though, because he had skill. I mean, he is a ball of anger in the shows, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, yeah just to be a fair, little more dynamic. A little bit more <laughs> It's just a little bit more like a ball of anger with some interesting points. And then Dooku, who's like the the noble villain who like clearly has a code of conduct and also is experienced and was a trained Jedi. Right. And this is like sneaky dude who's definitely trying to trying to make people believe he's more powerful than he actually right. is. I have so many lightsabers. Look at all my lightsabers. Ha ha ha. You wish you had this lightsaber. This lightsaber has a cup holder. Why does it have a cup holder? You know, I was, uh, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I wasn't about to explain why it has a cup holder. I was going to go into a different thing, but that sounded funny. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you see, actually the reason for the cup holder is so that it holds your cup. You know uh, when you're enjoying a gigantic Mountain Dew Baja Blast, the no, hard edition. I was actually thinking about this uh, earlier today, and it's it's a trend that like I've always kind of noticed in Star Wars. I've just never really like put it to words. But uh, I'm not gonna say like every movie, but most of the movies have like a secondary uh, bad guy who's like not the main antagonist of the movie, but he mm-hmm. just kind of looks cool, and like that's kind of how we get Boba Fett. That's how we get Grievous. That's how we get like Django and whatnot. Yeah, I mean, that's and, what that's kind of what Vader's like in A New Hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah kind of. Um, and in those ways, in that way, like you know, that's kind of how those characters become iconic. Yeah, yeah, and it's like they don't have to like be the most dynamic or do the coolest thing, but like they just uh, like just simply their existence is kind of enough to like drive intrigue. Yeah, uh, and like in which we've seen most of these characters fleshed out in other projects. But um, we had yeah, I was I was thinking about that specifically with Grievous earlier, and like kind of like I, I was saying earlier about how like for a while I kind of thought he was stupid, but like a lot of Star Wars does that kind of thing where it's like okay, here's uh here's a guy that's just there to like kind of be cool, and it's yeah. like the real villain of this movie is Palpatine. Yeah, that's very because Dooku gets uh killed in the beginning of it, and so they kind of just need someone to kind of just drive the way through there and so that's why grievous i mean that's not why grievous was created but that's what he's used for within the confines of this plot and if anything like i think the plot actually makes use out of the character they've established even in just this movie that he's cocky he's like he just thinks he's above everyone else he thinks he doesn't need the force i think like i i think he i don't even think he's like interested in the force like, even if he's not Force-sensitive, I just think he wouldn't even bother. I think he's just like, oh, like, my lightsabers are enough. So, if anything, he's kind of a perfect, like, let's get Obi-Wan away from Anakin to deal with this obviously cocky, like, yeah. very, like, I just love being, like, a jerk. And then meanwhile, yes, of course, Anakin, oh, yes, did you see my super evil red monitor? Do you see these stiths, you know, Sith statues? It would be a shame if we were to walk in a circle and I could coerce you into something. Come, Anakin, why don't you walk? Specifically right now. Yes, of course, my mentor told me everything, including how to become daddy to every single character in Star Wars. You did what? (laughs) I, I, uh, her parents were nobody. Her parents were what? Who are we talking about? Who are we talking about right now? (laughs) Um, And then then he looks at the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Womp womp. (laughs) 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 Well. 
These sound effects are making this really intense emotional scene. God, he acts so much with his mouth. He's stronger than any Jedi. It's so much. Uh, his little, his little <laughs> smile. You ended that right as he had that little smile <laughs> right there. I beg you. I beg you, please use my knowledge. You're Touch the me. Give me a shoulder. Um, do we think? Because obviously there are plot reasons here. But do we think that he re- he like revealed himself too soon? Should he have waited a little bit longer? Um, I think much like everything Palpatine does in this movie, it probably would have helped if he had done the, a couple of these things in the past couple of movies um, to really plant those seeds. Because in this one, it's like every scene he has raised one of the biggest red flags you could possibly hope for. Good, Anakin. Give in to your emotions, which you've been taught to not do your entire life and your mentor has said a million times. I don't know if I but- should... Cuts off head. Leave your best friend for dead. What? And then uh, immediately to, after? <laughs> to be fair, though, he's very much the little devil on Anakin's shoulders because he's watched Anakin for the past few years and he knows that Anakin's right. impulsive no, no, and whatnot. I, no, I, I agree with the logic behind the scenes. My problem is that they're all in the same movie and every single oh, yeah, scene yeah. that Hiccap comes up, he's like, by the way, the Sith were pretty cool. By the way, uh, <laughs> by the way, I know about Sith things. Anakin, have you heard of Satanism? Yeah, literally. literally <laughs> like, that, that's what I'm saying. It's just like, and it's just like every scene, I feel like he just says something where you're like i don't know if i agree with you saying that like so often remember your mom and the sad people yes you bring it up every time thanks palpatine <laughs> just hoping you remembered <laughs> it'd be a shame I, if you I forgot get your point, but i, I actually the women the children <laughs> <laughs> what did you say there were the animals men. and <laughs> you slaughtered them like animals <laughs> XOXO lol that's what your text message said <laughs> what were you saying Alex uh, cigarette emoji I don't I remember <laughs> <laughs> sorry about oh, that oh no it's oh wait I, I do it's just that like I just disagree I think it's perfectly executed in this movie I uh, think what they do with those little moments is they're not all like strictly evil it's just they kind of just Little by little, he builds up to it until he finally, like, reveals that he's the Sith Lord to Anakin. Right. And Anakin's like, okay, what do I do with this information? I don't really know how to process it. And then it comes to an emotional climax where Anakin still doesn't know how to process it, but he's forced to make a decision. And I think that, like, that I think that's a really good way of not just, like, making Anakin want to uh, turn to the dark side, but, like, literally forcing him to do so. I, right, I just, I wish they would have planted those seeds a little bit more in the past two movies. Yeah, no, no, no. But I, I, I completely agree, agree though. I like, agree it's that. very fun. I don't have any problem with, like, the way it's executed here. I just wish that, like, it didn't all come, like, so front-loaded. Gosh, even though they toned this down, this is still one of the most violent deaths yeah, in all of Star Wars. The fire comes His out of the eyes. eyes. Looking like up. Ghost Rider. <laughs> Also, I don't know if you guys ever took it like this, but when he opens up Grievous's chest plate to get to his heart, yeah. Grievous's sound as a reaction is almost like he was looking down his shirt or something like. <gasps> well, really? no, oh, I've never noticed like, the sound. He makes. I always, like, <laughs> I always thought it's like he probably has some type of like 
uh, integration between the flesh and the suit. So like when he's ripping it, it's like he's ripping the nerves. Yeah. Oh, got Maybe. you. I don't know. For it me, is funnier if it's like a... <laughs> for me, I always pictured like Grievous pulling his Obi-Wan. robe up and like... <gasps> like <laughs> Obi-Wan, senpai. And then, <laughs> you come into my room unannounced. <laughs> you come to me on the day of my daughter's you come wedding. To me on the day of my daughter's wedding. <laughs> I do want to know the logic of it's like okay, we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave Anakin with like one Jedi Master to talk to. Who should that be? How about the guy who hates him and who he hates deeply? <laughs> well, yeah, that would make a good pair. Hell, Kit Fisto's right there. Let him stay behind. He's a reasonable dude. <laughs> Let him live through this. My gosh, I would have loved for him to, like, do something. I've probably said it on another uh, podcast, but I still just really want to see bug-eyed, live-action, fishy-looking <laughs> Kit Fisto <laughs> uh, with uh, his Jamaican accent from the Clone Wars. <laughs> Fun fact, that is uh, the voice of Kit Fisto is Phil Lamar. Hey. Who is uh, Samurai Jack? And really? Yeah, he's oh, also cool. the guy who gets shot in the back of the car in uh, Pulp Fiction. Oh, and a million other things. Phil yeah. Lamar is he's prolific. Green Lantern from Justice League. Love Phil Lamar. He's Static Shock. He's in a. He's Static Shock. He's Wilt from Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Like he's he... really. Oh, oh yeah, he's like in everything. Oh man, I do love this scene where Anakin is just Alone. sitting and yeah, waiting. Such a good one. And, like, the music, I remember, like, if I would watch this movie late at night as a kid and I would get to this scene, that music would always freak me out. The same way um, there's this one horn sound in Return of the King where, like, they're they're fighting and then, like, the the giant, like, elephants show up. Yeah, the and elephants. The, the, the horn thing that they do, I don't know why that always scared me when I was a kid. I'm very... Music is, like, the thing in movies that scares me more than anything. I like Oh, how... yeah, same here, absolutely. That, that's why Insidious, like, I think worked so well at the time I saw it. Yeah, oh my gosh. Terrifying. That was the first horror movie that I watched and enjoyed. Up until that point, I'd only seen, like, slashers, and I thought they were all stupid. I'm kind of with you, because it was one of the first ones I watched in theaters, like, on my own, like, with friends, and I was like, ooh, like, this is actually really good. Ooh, um, oh my i sound like pops from regular oh show <laughs> so i have a memory <laughs> pops from regular show oh my i thought the insidious in theaters so in... i was with palpatine and he was telling me the tragedy of darth plagueis the wise so <laughs> and there was sperm when my brother <laughs> what about your mom when my brother was in Oh, high school he played soccer and i didn't really enjoy going to the games so my family would all leave for a night and i would have the like i would have the house to myself for an evening i always got myself a tombstone pizza and i would eat the entire thing yeah while watching you, either indiana jones or one of the prequels and Man, i have such what a, a night visceral memory of like watching these, I would get out the Jenga blocks and build like the Jedi temple out of Jenga blocks and stuff. That oh is God. Yeah. I, that's legit. I know exactly what you mean because I would have the, Oh man, I love his, uh, his lightsaber held <laughs> the, the, flip. <laughs> the flip and the, and the, yeah. and the noise. No, I would do the same thing, but I would do it with Toonami. Um, 
and I would just watch anime and I would draw and I would build with Legos and do whatever. Yeah. So I understand. And those moments are very precious because now that like I live with someone and I don't exactly get them all the time, it is a bit much. Like sometimes you're like, I just need my time. Okay, well, dude, some of these shots are just a dude in a Michael <laughs> Myers mask. Like if you notice that, like look at Palpatine's face at some of these. Like there's going to be one shot coming up. I know it. Where is it? Come on. Show it. Show it. Oh, Samuel Jackson. Do you think they used the Mace Windu mask from the merch episode? (laughs) (laughs) And they were just like, you still got that white prototype laying around? (laughs) Um, Oh, no, I just meant for Mace Mace Windu's part. Oh, I thought you meant on Palpatine. (laughs) No, that's funny, too. Yeah, look, Palpatine's face. He is so sassy. Oh, my God. Those are some Yoda flips. Oh, my gosh. I do not remember those flips. Mask. Um, Palpatine, yeah, it just keeps going back and forth. It would, this is a good duel, and I think it gets forgotten because, like, we're about to get two other much more impressive duels. His stupid face. I love that. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I would agree, though. I like, though, I like both of them because you can tell, like, Mace is just, like, pissed. Mm -hmm. You can tell he was so mad. But he's also like, of course it was. Like, why didn't I see that? He like feel he feels both justified and kind of stupid at the same time. Justified, horrified, and all altogether just like sad that he didn't like get to it sooner. No, no, you will die. So good. Oh, I feel like I'm ten again. This is awesome. <laughs> this is awesome. I love this. Oh, one of my favorite posters that I don't think I have anymore was from the premiere of this movie that I went to. Well, not maybe not premiere, but they had a free poster and it was Darth Vader and it just said, who's your daddy? And then it had the premiere, di- the premiere date. Serious? Yeah. And I had it for so long and I was like, man, that, like, oh, I wish I would have had it still. I, I think it must be somewhere. That. that is so unique. <laughs> yeah. I miss it. But I'm anyway, I can't have done any longer. I'm too weak. Oh, oh no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think that's what electricity does to you if you get struck by it. Well, you don't fart. It's no, it's just oh, the wrinkles. Left me scarred and devolved. <laughs> and overall, very rubbery. <laughs> it really messed up his teeth, too. Look at how many cavities he has. You guys want to see what I can do with my neck? <laughs> I suppose it's like it's revealing what he truly looks like. But I do like the idea. It's just like, this is what will happen if you get struck by lightning. Yeah, really. Like, you just become, like, kind of evil looking. Your teeth decay and your eyes get jaundice. Power! <laughs> you, you know, I have you never You also get once... the condition known as butt forehead. <laughs> I have never once thought that, like, this is what he actually looked like and that it was... That's interesting. I always thought it was that. Uh, see, I'm not sure. I always thought it was just a lightning messed him up. Yeah. Well, that's... I, I, it's... Uh, sorry, go ahead, Caleb. <laughs> no, it's like, I'm not sure which it actually is supposed to be, but I think either one is uh, is an interesting reading of it. I always looked so at it. So clone is this one? <laughs> um, I'm not even going to buy Avatar 2 The Way of Water. That's my answer to that question. Um, 
And whenever I don't know how to respond, that's just what I'm going to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think it's your first time making that joke, so it checks out. <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> oh, my gosh. His face. And I love, too, that he's just like, well, I don't know exactly how to bring people back from the dead, but uh, we could work on it together I, sometime. I, I love how silly his hair looks on top of this. <laughs> on top of this it, extremely it, it deformed ridiculous. face. That's why they're like, put the hood up. No, I always interpreted like it was the way he actually looked too. Huh. And like now that like you know, he's going to be emperor and he has to kind of use his dark side energy. There's no point in hiding, so you know, it's almost like he kind of lets his guard down maybe in that moment. Well, and he's like as emperor, he makes less public appearances and stuff, so Right. Cool. Just a big old hologram every once in a while. Okay, so let's say in the 20 years between this and the the original trilogy, does that mean that... I mean, we never see under his hood, I guess. But I like to imagine that it implies that he experiences male pattern baldness, despite <laughs> his age. Yeah, the <laughs> And loses his hair which in addition to this, which causes a whole other emotional crisis for his looks. What you don't know is that the butt forehead just keeps moving it back. It just splits. Yeah, it just keeps moving back further and further to the point where his hairline is like just like three-fourths of the way on the back of his head now, and he has to keep the hood on. <laughs> right. Right, Lord Vader. He looks like he's in, like, a ghost mask. <laughs> with yeah, the, yeah. With the hair, he, he kind of looks oh like... Oh, my gosh, he does look like Papa. He's like, like I'm Papa. <laughs> Papa Emeritus the Sixth. Oh, Papa Emeritus the Sith. <laughs> the Sith, yeah, there you go. You are the only Jedi with the knowledge of this world. There's also something about the way he goes, the force is strong with you. That's like so like, we couldn't have gotten one more take of that. That was like, he's talking very much with the teeth. Which, this is a wild thing for him to say. Every Jedi, every single Jedi, every one of like the hundreds of Jedi from Master Down to Padawan all knew that we were coming after Sidious and no one told Anakin <laughs> like Listen, Anakin it's, it's just, not a perfect plan just but I'm imagine, executed up, up to this point all right <laughs> Anakin Anakin goes up to two other knights and he's like hey guys I've got plans on Friday if you want to come along we can watch the game and they're like um we have we <laughs> well, have I, something actually it's Mark's birthday um <laughs> Oh, oh, that's cool. Can I come? Uh, no, it's actually uh, pretty, like, close friends no. and family. Like, oh, I'm sorry, man. You just didn't make the list. I saved Mark's <laughs> life last year. <laughs> <laughs> I pulled this Padawan from underneath the rubble of, uh, of a burning building. I, I think Mark, like, you know, I could at least come to his birthday party. No, no, no. It's uh, pretty exclusive. Um, I got Mark another, another taco on Taco Tuesday in the cafeteria, and he just said thanks and nothing else. Did, we uh, ever, did the trademark ever get pulled for Taco Tuesday? Is that is that public domain again? I don't know. Oh. Well, don't worry. We can have Taco Tuesday, but still. Oh, yeah. It's front. not that we can't mention it. Oh. Caleb. <laughs> Caleb. That was a Lego movie reference. I, uh, I, <laughs> Freedom Friday, but still on a Tuesday. Yes. Caleb, I meant to tell you, uh, the person that we identified as generic white lady 2.0 yeah. in the last one is actually Rose Byrne. 
Really? So I was actually right. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. It's uh, actually crazy. Rose Byrne. That's wild. Rose Byrne, great actress. <laughs> totally um, not generic white lady like we called her. <laughs> just for the uh, audio listeners and uh, my bad memory, um, which character are we talking about? There's like a woman in the background of one of the scenes and Caleb uh, said that she was generic light, white lady 2.0. Okay, I got that. Uh, which scene? <laughs> oh, I, have, I don't remember. Oh, okay. Who knows? That's, it was like, it was like in the beginning. that's fine. <laughs> it was such an offhanded comment. Yeah. That... Oh. oh. That yeah. clone oh, goes ham. Yeah, that one that clone is... just like. <laughs> He's like, well, I auditioned to be in the five oh first, but they didn't <laughs> let me, so I guess I just gotta keep trying for my best effort. <laughs> this for the five oh first. Cody's like, you're not in the five oh first. Yeah, the two twelve. <laughs> We also, are an attack battalion. <laughs> the fact that Tamara Morrison is like CGI in like most of these scenes as well. And I actually really don't, I don't question it. Like it really does look cohesive in this movie. This movie of, of all the prequels, I think just looks the most cohesive. I think, I Dad think the clone gone. armor in general looks pretty solid in this movie. I'm not convinced on his head though. His yeah, head for I, me looked like it was kind of bobbing around. It depends on right. the shot. But, but yeah. I'm saying it at least all look consistent. It doesn't all look good. This is the uh, like least effort in killing a Jedi that we will see during Order 66. <laughs> like Falling from high places is half of Obi-Wan's job description. Dude, that's literally like he willingly did it at least three times in the last movie. Like, <laughs> That's not going to look good on Cody's uh, year-end review. Man, guys, and... what about it? What is about to happen is so based, though. Look, Kayeti <laughs> Mundi, we have him, this massive Barking piece orders. of crap. <laughs> and here's Them these going... clones. They, they, look, they didn't even get word that Order 66 is going down. They're just <laughs> <killing> him. <laughs> They're like, we've had enough of this guy. <laughs> He's the one they should have continued firing on, not Ayla. <laughs> yeah, this is the one that makes me the most sad. Uh, yeah, yeah. So... Especially, like, with the added context of, like, Bly literally right there was like dating her yep <laughs> it's very sad well and also was it in battle one of the battlefront games like you play the mission she did right before getting shot and it like ends with them being like lining up to shoot her or something like that uh no uh there's it doesn't show that um it's it's in one of uh it's in, like, the ending cutscene, basically. It doesn't show it, but, like, it shows her running through the battlefield. And Tamara Morrison, who voices those cutscenes, which is really cool, uh, he has a line of, like, none of us uh, could bear to look her in the eye. Yeah, like, uh, yeah. Like, implying that, like, they knew they were going to kill her. Yeah. Which is a much different canon from what we have now, but, yeah. Yeah, I, um... So what's what's really funny, too, is that apparently Steven Spielberg actually co-directed, like, pretty much the entire Order 66. Well, yeah, really? Was, yeah, okay, it was actually, I didn't know that. Well, it was so? actually his idea that we don't exactly see, like, the exact death of the Jedi. Like, you know, with Ayla, like, it zooms out and you see all the blaster hits, but there's, like, the leaf covering our view of it. And then with oh. Plo Koon, you see the explosion, but you don't obviously see the aftermath. Um, with Coyote Mooney, you kind of see him get shot, and then that's it. And in this one, man, I love that. There is, okay, have either of you played Soul Calibur? No. No. So Soul Calibur is like a fighting game, and what's really fun is that 
each uh each version of the game that come out would have like a theme of like uh of guest characters and depending on the console version you got you got a different fighter so like gamecube version would have link oh hang on a minute here we go master skywalker there are too many of them what are we going to do i remember when i was a young blonde boy that boy ain't right and i will kill him indubitably did in the in the behind the scenes that you saw did they say anything about how the kid looks like jake lloyd kind of uh i didn't get that far (laughs) um yeah steven spielberg was supposed to direct this movie and ron howard i think was supposed to direct two um yeah and then neither of them wanted to do it so that's wild (laughs) little did they know years later (laughs) oh did y'all want anything i'm good Anakin. Guys, we have a we have a returning podcast guest. Anakin, uh what did you think about the your attempts at the slaughter of the Jedi? Huh? No comment. No comment. Typical. He's pleading Typical the fifth. Typical politician answer. Yeet. Fun fact, this is George Lucas' <laughs> I, I... son. I am saying yeet way too much. And, and, he, and he says, <laughs> all right, son, I want you to go ahead and be in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, really, Dad? What am I doing? You'll never believe it. You get shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Dad. Will you come to my baseball game? When are game? we shooting? Now. <laughs> now, son. Oh, man, I, I meant to hold the can up to the mic. Oh, well. Get a oh. nice crack and face. Yeah, get a nice crack. What's up, Anakin? Are you wanting to comment now? Hi, buddy. Now that your lawyer's here? Saul Goodman just walked in the room. Sorry, that's my default voice for all. Weird POV shot right there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's uh, very rare in Star Wars that we get a POV shot. (laughs) (laughs) That's like, man, they do that in Alien 3, where, like, the alien is, like, a dog, so it's running on all fours. But the difference is, like, the budget, you can tell, was, like, really low. And it's weird because ILM like did the effects just like they did for star wars but they were just like all right when it's running why don't we just uh take the camera and we just kind of strap it to someone's knee and they just like (laughs) steven i just want you to know anakin was just face first in your shoe yeah (laughs) he was he was getting a good sniff of that (laughs) anakin Goodbye, Chewie. I always thought because of this, Chewie Blaney. should have had a chance to say goodbye to Yoda in Return of the Jedi. I, I know you mentioned that before, and it was so cute that I was thinking <laughs> of little little, little uh, Caleb going, oh, Chewie knew him, though. Hey, Caleb, I knew that that was pretty intense, so I just want to make sure you're okay. Would you like a, little, <laughs> would you like a No, a you are joking. of Jonah of VeggieTales movie <laughs> on, uh, on cassette oh tape? Oh, my God. I, was, I just want to make sure you're okay. How many more does he have? That's it. That's it. I promise. I was going to ration them out, but I was I, I felt like I had ticked off Alex, so I wanted to make sure that he is... was okay. Hey, it's Steven. So... You didn't actually take me off. I know, but, just for the I know but just in case, I knew that there was no bond that couldn't be there mended without There is audio evidence of you actually taking me off on a commentary. <laughs> <laughs> And I think it was. And you did. I think it was nothing delivered. to compensate for. <laughs> yeah, here we are, almost a year later, 
and now, now this is it. Yeah. This is it. Yeah. Okay, I'll accept it. Get a little bit of history. Hey, this has a track on it uh, called "God Is Bigger." God um, is bigger than the boogeyman. He's bigger than Godzilla and the monsters on TV. Oh, we God don't have the rights for the this song. Let's just stop and uh, do it. Stop now. All right. Um, Phil Vischer won't. Anyway, I was just saying I was going to be the bigger better. man, but we can also, uh, oh, we can go into a different Pearl Jam <laughs> reference and be the better man. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Don't rise like butterflies. So she has. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> it's so silly. <laughs> it's it's just <laughs> like it's also just like sometimes how Eddie Vedder will just kind of go like. So <laughs> like he just like goes all the way down. It's so weird. So as you pointed out, Stephen. Yes. Padme gets less and less to do in these movies. However, she's. She gets a good amount of like acting to do in this scene. I really like how she reacts to how Natalie Portman reacts to this news and like the the disbelief at some points and then the trying to trying to believe your significant other. Um, I think we've all been in the situation where our significant other has come up to us and told us about a plot to kill the senator. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I can think of at least three three arguments that me and Sarah have had. Um, you know, that have been like. Career, you know, not career, uh, you know, obviously relationship defining arguments. Um, all of them had to do with that. Every one of them. Mm-hmm. Well, Without you know, I, I like I and like she the, started each one of them. Well, she she does come across a lot of plots to kill the chancellor. Yeah, I, I don't know why it just happens but, to uh, okay, by the fourth time. Advocate, who who among us doesn't? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that is true. I came across one last Friday. <laughs> And I didn't stop it. Because uh, <laughs> I knew which one it was. <laughs> and this right here is just another callback to uh, Richard Nixon. He may or may not. <laughs> getting, getting the CIA to... The Chancellor. <laughs> the Jedi are kind to take away your democracy. That is not true. That's why I should not true, into it's the impossible. hotel. No! Richard, I don't even know how to use a telephone except for to call Marilyn Monroe. I mean, my wife. My beautiful which, wife. Which, Natalie Portman played she Jackie did. Kennedy in Jackie, back. which is an amazing movie. Uh, one of my favorites. Played by Jimmy Smith. <laughs> are you... Are you- are you whispering Jimmy Smith into what? the microphone? No, I didn't whisper Basil Oregano played by Jimmy Smith. I, I into thought the you microphone. ended I thought you ended that bit. Yeah, that's why I didn't say it. Okay. The urge was just anyway, too short. You think he uh, bought it, Alex? Huh? You think he bought it? No. <laughs> All right. I don't think so. All right. You know what he didn't buy? The two v- the two cassette tapes I gave him as a gift. So <laughs> I was, I was like, maybe maybe we're all just fun. gonna let this go. Does this have? <laughs> yes, this has the pirates who don't do anything performed yeah. by Reliant K. Uh, what? Oh yeah, is that real? <laughs> they did a cover of it. Wow, <gasps> that definitely clipped the mic. Wow, I had no idea. Who cares? Caleb, kiss my big fat butt because I have the hairbrush <laughs> song on this one. I have to have the hairbrush song on mine. That would be a weird thing to leave off. I got a rock. I got a rock. 
Yes, the plan is going well. There you go. Do you have Dance of the Cucumber? (laughs) Definitely the worst of the original. (laughs) No. (laughs) That sounds perverse. It is Larry saying things in Spanish and Bob translating them. (laughs) It's the worst of the... It is the worst of the original (laughs) Silly songs. Hola. That means hi. (laughs) No, it's, it's actually... Like, the joke is kind of funny, because the thing is, like, uh, man, Zoom looked different back in the day. Um, Hello, Senator Organa. <laughs> Me, not totally blue Satan, would like you to come back for a important meeting. He's he's Blue Devil, everyone's favorite oh, yeah. DC everyone's hero. everyone's favorite, played by the guy from Sharknado in the Swamp Thing show. That's real. Blue Devil's in the Swamp Thing show? Yeah. He shows up for one episode. It's really weird. And the dude who, like, is the main dude from Sharknado is the guy who plays him. Huh. D- the DC app was a weird time. Like, oh, but, man, it was DC strange. Yeah, yeah, I had it for a minute. Oh, and then I watched the first episode of Titans, and I went, I don't know. And then I watched the first episode of Young Justice Season 3, and I went, ooh. And then I watched the rest of Young Justice Season 3, and I went, oh. It's better than season four. Yeah. Well, a lot of things are better than season four. Uh, <laughs> Attack of the Clones is better than season four. I just want y'all to know I've had character development. I almost said yeet when uh, R2 jumped out of the thing and I did <laughs> That would have been the perfect oh, time to. Why didn't you? <laughs> I have exhausted my supply. <laughs> I will probably I'm get say seven yeet allowances per day. My mama told me. My yeet credit score is frighteningly low. (laughs) Need to boost your yeet credit score? I need to call up yeet Dave Ramsey. Oh my gosh. Look at these mouse droids. They're just like, I gotta get out of here. Also, uh, the Pneumonians. The guards. Yeah. 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 So weird looking. Well, they haven't blinked or moved. (laughs) They just stand there. Oh, he's closing the doors. The Don't music, you think at least one of them would be going, like, this is Anakin Skywalker. Like, at least one of them would be like, does no one recognize him? Oh, I love him throwing the... Throwing the sword, catching, like, and then jumping up on him and pulling it out. It is so cool. Oh, they, this... they have so much uh, fight choreography for what y- uh, Yoda's doing. Anakin, get out of there. Oh, but that's so adorable. Um... <laughs> for what uh, Yoda's doing and then it cuts to Obi-Wan who's just like waving his lightsaber in front of the camera a few times. Right. <laughs> like you cannot see what he's doing Which at I remember all. was in all of the, the trailers and they would like cut it to where you didn't see the clones. Oh really? Yeah so oh. it was just him swiping up and you're like oh what's happening and it's like oh. Anakin. Anakin down. Down. Oh my oh, boy, thank you. The younglings. It's just so like brutal. I just I still don't really believe that Anakin would kill Jedi children this easily, it feels like. I I just But it's not just the men. I, I this is true. It's the women. Listen, it's consistent it's, with this character, I guess. Too. It is an extreme turn. It is one yeah. that is maybe not earned as well as like this. It's We're <laughs> being very brutal here, but like. Right. And it's like, I guess maybe I could do it better. Like if, if you were to have taken out the corrupt politicians first 
and then done something else, well, and, and then done something else, and then the children. Funny how the ETs are not in this uh, Senate scene. Yeah, they said, um, you know what? We are going towards a different system. E.T. is well, phoning an Uber out of here. Clovis just kept <laughs> hitting on them, and ETs. so eventually they went over to the Separatists. So, um, <laughs> I think the other thing about killing the children is that it's un like the clones easily could have killed the kids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like why did he, it have to be Anakin? He could have fought one of the like younger knights or whatever, whoever's left in the temple. He could kill Jacostanu. But like, why the kids? Why is that the, the people he chose? He was like, I got this boys. Or like Yeah, <laughs> like, like no guys, I'll handle this. <laughs> Like, all right, so we're ready to go in. We're placing charges on the door. <laughs> He's like, no, guys, I'll handle this one myself. Sir, there's a bunch of children in there. You don't want to do that. <laughs> It'll leave you scarred. He's like, no, 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 I got this. Well, though they those children were in on the plan to kill Palpatine, so <laughs> <laughs> they they're traitors like the rest of them. They're traitors like the rest of them. Master Skywalker, we were just trying to get the CIA to set out a hit on him. <laughs> <laughs> they said if it done clean, easy. Master Skywalker. Richard Nixon, is that you hiding as a youngling? Ah, uh, president oh, is not a He's general. walking on his knees. <laughs> Dressed in a youngling outfit, too, but it only goes down Sucking to his knees. Sucking on one of his thumbs. <laughs> It's just like, I, I guess, too, I think it would have been better if it was, like, maybe Anakin leads the clones to the temple and, like, lets them in or something. I mean, well, you He just can opens show. the door for Well, them. no, I mean, like, like if you <laughs> he had... Just, he just walks up with a key, just like, it's unlocked. <laughs> you can show... I didn't not tell See, you you could go in. That, what Jimmy, <laughs> what Jimmy Smith just watched is him, like, killing... I don't know how old these Jimmy people Smith. were supposed to be. Or Obi-Wan, sorry. <laughs> They both have fantastic goatees. (laughs) True. But, like, it's him fighting people. I'm not sure how old they are, but they're at least knights. They're, like, around his height, so I'm assuming they're around his age. Anyway, that could have been the scene. No one would have been like, but what about the younglings? Right. Like, Like (laughs) George wanted that to happen. George is like, we have to show them dying. You don't understand. Star Wars is for the children. (laughs) Star Wars is for the children. <laughs> At the end of the day, these are kids. They need to know that they're not as, safe either. As my friend Werner Herzog <laughs> says. Much like the French, the, the children mo- are not safe. <laughs> the most important part of teaching a child is showing them their own mortality. <laughs> Have you ever seen a kid jump off a school bus and like break his arm or something? It's because they're not afraid of death. I'm, I'm actually <laughs> preventing childhood injuries. I paid a kid $40 to because... do it once. It was so funny. <laughs> This is, why, this is why I told He's Robert, on like 60 minutes with Diane Sawyer and he's just like going on about Yeah, I just thought it was really funny. Yeah, I just paid uh, $40 and just uh, he went tumbling. A school in LA wanted to do a field trip to Skywalker Ranch. So uh, I said, it's I had free. Some, we had some downtime. I school. said, it's free on one condition. What? What kids? You, gotta pick. you got any weird kids What's you want to see get hurt? What class clown? <laughs> what <laughs> class clown? Also, all right, I want gotten... the smartest kid, and I want the dumbest kid. <laughs> and I want to see who falls to the ground faster. 
I want to see. It's an experiment. I want to see if their brain mass makes a difference. Jesus. Oh no. Oh, you meant like you meant in terms of intellect. Oh my god. My brain went so dark with what you said. I thought you meant like brain splattered on the ground. All right. I am wrapping up this bit. <laughs> Hey, it's because that's what I meant. But like Jesus, it's Obi Wan and Padme. Anyway, uh, so thank you for watching Star Wars therapy. <laughs> Movie's over. <laughs> Man, she she's what an episode. She's gone through like four trimes trimesters in two weeks. That's crazy. You know, Space I actually pregnancy, meant to am bring I right? that up. Earlier. That's a great point, though. Like, <laughs> she's only like, pregnant she's like, for like a week. I'm pregnant, and I'm like, I know you guys have talked on the calm thing at least once or twice like up until then but no of course hey i'm pregnant somehow i just noticed we have all of this technology and i couldn't tell i was pregnant till just now uh ridiculous space pregnancy man anakin's um, the father isn't he uh well uh do you know clovis anakin may be the father but i'm the daddy <laughs> <laughs> flips up hood <laughs> i don't think obi-wan wants kids no i think uh that's too much responsibility for him S- sabine and him probably would have had a relationship you know where it's like a oh no, that would have been great yeah we don't have kids but we're one hell of an uncle and an aunt although do y'all know the side character corky kenobi or, well it's not his last name is actually not kenobi it's corky crease but <laughs> no I, no, but I'm picturing like Spider Ham, but as a Jedi I did too. instead. Like, <laughs> he's in. He's in the. Uh, he, I think he's like Sabine's or Satine's uh, nephew canonically. But uh, there is a small but very fervent contingency of fans who believe that that is their kid, and that he is actually Corky Kenobi. You know, based upon anyway, his name we alone, have silver ship. <laughs> Based upon his name alone, I'm just going to say I just morally don't agree with that. I don't like Corky Kenobi. Is it better than Corky Kreese? I, they both suck. Like, I don't, I don't, there's no winner here. Like, it's okay, just, can I put a stop to this conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any of this. <laughs> We've done it, Caleb. We've found our salt crate. <laughs> Look, Caleb, Caleb doesn't like bad jokes about uh, children getting hurt, <laughs> no, and I don't like uh, really terrible alliteration. It's <laughs> also the fact that we've like openly accused George Lucas of so many things. I know. I was so many year. times I've legit been thinking like I know he's never ever going to hear this, but also I feel oh, bad for man. like bashing him. But then, like the next moment, I'll be just like saying some crap about him. Here's the thing: <laughs> I, I am in my white New Balances. On my podcast, Snub Club, we talked about first. American Graffiti recently. And here's the thing: I'm oh. not nice to George Lucas on that, but I really hope it comes across to those listeners because I do think it comes across on here. How much like love I have for George Lucas? Oh, same. Yeah, yeah. same. He we gave, all love him. He created like one of my favorite things. Yeah. Ever. I think it's safe to say, and I mean this in the best way possible, George Lucas changed all of our lives. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like, I, absolutely. Abso- yeah. But there, in the same way, 
but also he's, he's also kind of a silly. ridiculous individual <laughs> that I think is really funny. He's a little like, silly guy. I, oh, silly, silly, guy. silly guy. Situationally, me and Alex knew each other before we started talking about Star Wars, and I feel like we would have, you know, but eventually. Yeah, we would have eventually like built up a rapport outside of that. But as young kids, our like our friendship was built upon Star Wars. Yeah, exactly. And like. You're not the only friend I have that's like that. A yeah. lot of my friendships as a child was built on Star Wars. <laughs> Definitely, and I feel like you you do that when you're a kid. Like, when you're a kid, you have a very, for me at least, like, you know, you relate to people on, like, a material level. Yeah. And then later on in life, it becomes, okay, now can my friendship or my relationship surpass that because mm -hmm. i think a lot of people use that as an entry point in a relationship for example i couldn't date someone who doesn't at least like some of the same music that i do i couldn't date mm -hmm. someone who at least doesn't tolerate the movies that i want to watch you know like i i couldn't do that and so i think you need those things but then you need to be like all right can you support me are you my friend you know can i wake up next to you every day might I choke you out if I think for a second that you're pregnant and about to betray me with my master friend? Well, I mean, you know, if you're... If these are the questions I ask. Yeah, it's, it's something that I think you have to answer, especially if you're taking your relationship to the next step. Go visit a volcano and just, like, feel things out. I think... Yeah. I know that if George Lucas never created Star Wars, I wouldn't be waking up next to Caleb every day. This is true. And, you know, That's fair. I, I would be a much sadder person. And I wouldn't be waking up, Sarah, in the middle of the night saying, have you ever heard the tragedy of Darth Plagueis the Wise? She goes, what? Stephen, not that. She goes, oh my God, <laughs> Stephen, it's two in the morning. Stephen. this week. But before we go to bed, did you know that there's another plot to kill the Chancellor? <laughs> <laughs> Rounded back around. Fastest ways to turn me on when she says. <laughs> when your girl brings up, there's another attempt on the chancellor's life. Oh! I don't believe what the I'm pants hearing. fly off of my legs. <laughs> this, I don't, don't buy the build up here. We're about to get to such a great fight, but man, the lead up to it. I get it's all melodrama and I get that we have to move things along quickly with the development and stuff. You also get one of the most hypocrite, hypocritical lines of all time. Only a Sith deals, deals in, in absolutes. absolutes. <laughs> what? It... Hey, would have been is the pot every... calling the kettle black? Like, Usually what is going only on? <laughs> a Sith might deal in absolutes. Sometimes maybe occasionally some Sith have been known <laughs> To deal within absolutes. <laughs> Listen, if you were to just get rid of the first two words, it'd be fine. If it just says Sith deal in absolutes. No, that's still the same thing, though. No, not only a Sith, but Sith deal in absolutes. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of the same thing. Only would be though. an absolute. <laughs> I, think it, I think if they took out only, we'd still be having this conversation. Both anecdotally but... and as the data supports... Sith do often, but not always, deal in absolute. This is actually the the PowerPoint that Grievous had behind him. Now, do Sith deal in absolutes? Sometimes, maybe, almost never. I am the going... Emperor Absolute, Count Dooku, 
not always absolute. <laughs> and again, I am going for my PhD. This is my thesis. The uh, relationship between Sith and absolutes, a study. Is greater than or equal to Y. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. I'm just picturing Grievous with just like some tiny reader's glasses. Just like, actually, if you look here. Freedom, justice, <laughs> and says. security to my new empire. Your, Your new empire! empire. I love you, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me kill you. <laughs> Democracy! If you're not with me. I'm sorry that we're just quoting this scene. It's just, like, <laughs> but it, there's so many good lines in this scene, though. Like oh, I said, Sith deals in absolutes. I will do what I must. You, you will, will try. try. You know, that's this Both is what grunting. I mean. I wish that he would have revealed the red lightsaber here, and like had the blue lightsaber with him. And then Obi-Wan could have, like, looked at his body one more time, taken the blue lightsaber, and been like, that's the part of Anakin I want to remember. I mean... Like, I would have preferred that to be the reveal. I love this. Nope. He's going to throw sh- those guys down They should have had a closed caption that just said thud. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh... I... Uh, we've had this conversation on why I don't agree with you uh, already. But I also think that having two lightsabers and that would just get a little clunky from like a, from like a plot management perspective. Fair. I think that's pretty fair. But anyway, we're about to get my boy Yoda going ham and I cannot wait. Now you will experience the full power of the dark side. Zip, 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 My God, I wish he would keep doing that during the scene. Zip, 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 it's like the boogity 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 yeah. commercial in front of the AMC it's the, it's, ads. It, it sounds like <laughs> but a, it's said it's just zap 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 zap. <laughs> it sounds like Louis Armstrong going shooby dooby. <laughs> oh my God, have I shown you uh, a shout out to Garrett if he still listens? Um, Garrett, uh, he showed me a video of uh, someone doing apple bottom jeans uh, or sorry low by flow ride by flow ride. Is it flow ride? Uh, or is it T-Pain? I, I think it's no, both T-Pain, of them, T-Pain features. Okay, it's... yeah, yeah. I think by both of them. But it's uh, it's sung uh, over um, uh, Louis Armstrong. <laughs> and it's amazing. It's like, <laughs> apple bottom jeans, boots with a fur. Why has this been such a singing episode? <laughs> this has been such a sing-song This episode. episode has a lot of great energy. Yeah. I can tell it's going to turn out well. I'm, I'm, I hope Hopefully. you're right. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm Hopefully sure George Lucas said far. that about the first two prequels. Oh, him, my gosh. Him flying into that chair is truly it, hilarious. Oh, him it's so flipping comical. over, and I love him having to get up. Like, <laughs> the Benny Hill music needs to start playing. Where <laughs> <laughs> Why leave? At an end, your rule is. That's a weird line, because that's very not Sith. That's very not Palpatine as well. Like, Darth Vader will become more powerful than either of us. Really? Then it feels like you would have killed him. Then you probably should have killed him. Like, (laughs) man, I... 
that's one thing I will say. George Lucas being like, I really wanted, if I could get Yoda to do a lightsaber fight, I would consider this trilogy a success. Something like that. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, there's a lot more you probably should have done, but like, pretty good. <laughs> also, it's like, is he trying to get Obi-Wan to eat the lightsaber there? Yes. Like he goes through yeah. his mouth. <laughs> Well, that's off the top part of his head. Yeah. Remember the deleted scenes episode where we talked about that scene where he goes, it's an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> Look, a TIE fighter. <laughs> oh, that's Screaming another video. I, I meant to send it to you, but you don't always open my TikTok. So no, I, I, I wanted to save it to show you. Oh, what? Uh, no, it's, it's just another TIE fighter sounds, but it's, made by something else it's like a you'll enjoy like it i'll show you yeah, yeah. <laughs> i like tie fighter noises this one's made by a dog and it's very oh amusing. my gosh <laughs> i can picture what you're talking are we about to get to yes the yeah. just boom, they have to power up <laughs> Have to gather their chakra. Mash X, Mash X, Mash X. It is such a quick time event. I can see it in the in the screen. Oh, this whole scene is quick time events. Yeah. <laughs> Look at that. A, oh, I a. love that leap. I, I love how Anakin. Like for me, what this what this lightsaber does so well, what this lightsaber battle does so well, is that like it really demonstrates the difference between the two. Like Anakin is this just unstoppable force, and I do feel like. Obi-Wan, in a lot of ways, is the immovable object. Well, he, <laughs> and he's also well just... he moved there. Yeah. He got kicked in the face. <laughs> it's just also like, man, he just fights so dirty compared to Obi-Wan, and I love that. Meanwhile, here we have like a true sense of scale with the fight, because yeah. like, Yoda is in this huge environment, being like having these entire like Senate seats thrown at him and everything. There's like a good sense of elevation with Palpatine above him and stuff. It's, it's a really fun spectacle. I'm not mm -hmm. going to say choreograph wise. It's one of the better scenes in the, in the franchise, but it's certainly one of the most like visually, uh, visually fool. Let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah. It's got the most going on. <laughs> leap. <laughs> I I also just really do wish we had like the them on like the mega drone like like giant screens and everything. And I do wish it had like an announcer just being like Yoda versus Sidious, we're coming around the fifth line. Like I would love that. He's just so evil, and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Whack. <laughs> Turning into pops again. Okay, the way... Oh, <laughs> oh my! Oh. The way it scratches uh. always bothered me. Oh, yeah, yeah, I hate that scratching oh, sound. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I... You know what bothers me? Him not having the coat, yeah. like, the jacket, like... Uh, I, I don't you don't know like why. him in like a jumpsuit it's like when McCavity takes off his overcoat in the movie cats and it just looks like idris elba showed up <laughs> naked <laughs> yeah that is the most unsettling thing about that movie is that everyone looks just naked yeah but it's weird with the McCavity yeah. scene because he had never mind this isn't a cats podcast um <laughs> welcome back to cats cast podcasts Pod, podcasts, podcasts. Yeah, there we right. go. Like yeah, there we go. We found it. 
We found it. We've done it. Good it's job, canceled. boys. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> well, I'm Caleb. You can find me at Caleb from the real world. I'm Alex. Ah, there blah, we blah, go. Blah, blah, underscore is important. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and I'm Steven. Spelling. <laughs> Just never spell it. <laughs> I do like that he's he's just driving like his Corvette. Yeah, it's his hot rod. Also, the the clones have to be in one of the Senate seats. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. I like to think that like there's just ten minutes of them being like, okay, how does this work? We fly we fly actual spaceships. We should know how to. Be... Ah, right, but this isn't a spaceship now, is it? <laughs> I like to just picture it has like an Atari joystick on it that they can just uh, <laughs> control and fly over. It's like how my family they're like, but you went to film school. You should know how our laptops work. And I'm like, yes, because those are the same thing: a camera and a laptop. Yeah, you're techie. That's like whenever I know like an Excel shortcut and then someone else is like, oh, yeah, you know about computers. And I'm like, <laughs> no. Or like, I'm like, oh, yeah, I love video games. And they're like, oh, yeah, you know about computers. I'm like, no. Oh, my God. OK, I'm going to I'm going to put her on blast. Um, I had one of those situations where I was helping out uh, my mom with her phone because her phone was like way too slow. And so I'm like, OK, there's a number of things that can cause this. And she's like. Well, you're the tech expert. You could do it. I'm like, I'm not a tech expert. She's like, you built a computer. And I'm like, it's it's a giant Lego set for grown-ups. Um, <laughs> bought parts for a computer. And like, and barely wired them together. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was going through her phone. I figured out what it was. I went to her browser. 300 open tabs. Dude, my mom does the same thing. My mom's like, I made I... her sit there for like an hour and just, just... <laughs> delete all of them because it didn't have the clear all button. Oh. <laughs> Dude, I, my mom does the same thing where she's like, why does my computer always have viruses and not load up properly? And then it's like, because you have 15 tabs open all the time. And you're like, but I wanted to show you that article. And I'm like, then bookmark it. Send it to me. Anything. Oh, Oh, so she'll just, like, leave it on her yes! phone until the next time she sees you? Or, like, if it's something she wants to read later, she'll just, like, keep it open. And I'm just like, just bookmark <laughs> right. it. Like, what did... Not me with, like, 20 tabs on my Google Chrome app right now. See, okay, oh on, I, think, I think on the phone... 20's at least more acceptable. On the phone, if you, like, I think I have 5 or 10 right now. It's fine. But it's stuff I'm, like, looking to buy, and they're from, like, websites. So, like, that's yeah. a little bit different. Or like, you know, if, if it's like, oh, one's my bank or one's my whatever, you know, like, I get it. But it's just like on a computer. It, there's like one guy at work who does that, too, where he's just like, we're supposed to restart our computers every day because it lets them update. And he's like, no, I got too many apps to open in the morning. And I'm like, you realize that should just be part of your morning, right? Like, <laughs> like that should just be something you do in the morning. And that's not a problem because then, like, you you just slowly warm up to work like opening up all your apps it's not that much of a hassle yeah he's <laughs> like nope i open chrome once it's not it's not closing now when i clock in i am on the job yeah i'm just <laughs> like dude like <laughs> take five minutes anyway uh anakin and obi-wan are fighting <laughs> I have failed they, yeah <laughs> okay i'm a little bit confused too because he's like the jedi are plotting to take over but he also felt like bad about the mace windu situation 
Do you think Anakin genuinely believed that the Jedi were going to take over? I mean, I think in that situation, he acted impulsively. Yeah. And he's kind of just going shocker. with it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, I think you just need one small thing to to ruin your... Because what what Mace was telling him was basically the exact same thing that Palpatine told him when he killed Count Dooku, right? But it's coming from Mace. And so it's like, it's that one small fracture where his whole belief system starts to crumble because of it. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure he knows what to believe right now. He's just going with like what makes the most sense. Right. And kind of going with his feelings, which I think he's always done. I have the high, I have ground. The high ground. I'm going to do a triple backflip. I know I can. Don't try it. Got one more in there. (laughs) Of all the moments to cry, yeet. That's it. Oh, I saw a TikTok the other day that was talking about uh, the reason. Like, we see that him jumping over him, and we're like, all right, that's stupid. Obi-Wan had the high ground. Of course he was going to win. But, uh, like, the logic behind that move is he was actually uh, doing what Obi-Wan did to Maul. So he just assumed it was going to work. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but Obi-Wan, you know, being the guy who did that to Maul, just right. knew how to counter it. I invented the move, bro. <laughs> so, like, it was still a stupid decision, but... <laughs> God, it would... At least, like, made sense. It, there's more of a parallel there. Ewan's acting is, is just so good. Like, I really Both do... of them are incredible in this scene. I just... But it's, it's for me, the brokenness that Obi-Wan talks with is, like, yeah. such a rare moment of, like, vulnerability for him. Because I do think a lot of the time he tries to be super serious. He tries mm-hmm. to follow the right path. But, like, moments like this in Satine, it just breaks him. God, I remember seeing this in the theaters, too, and being horrified. I was like, whoa, why? Like... It's one of those things where... It didn't need to go this hard. The idea of him being more machine than man, we don't, much like seeing the children, we don't have to see him get burnt to a crisp, and that's why he looks that way. 20 years has passed. Plenty of stuff could happen between the last time Obi-Wan saw Anakin and when he's Darth Vader. But unlike the children getting killed, I think it's good that Lucas doubled down on it here. Yeah, if anything, it's it's now Anakin is more committed to the path, almost. Like, now he has no choice. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, re- I realized I wasn't talking. Dead air, dead air, I, dead, I re- dead air, dead air. <laughs> I realized I wasn't talking, and it was literally just because I was watching the movie. I realized it, too, but I was like, I've I done it a couple say. of times during this. <laughs> I feel like that's happened near the end of each of our commentaries oh yeah i mean we've been going we're for a talking while, for so two I mean, hours it straight sense. it makes sense we'll have a minute it just is go back to sound effects if we don't have anything else <laughs> every just, just every so often <laughs> i can call the bank and get a couple more yeets if we need them <laughs> <laughs> you have a the tragedy of Darth Plague is the wise. I don't think I knew you watched regular show. I love regular I, show. Dude. <laughs> I was about to say something I shouldn't say on here. But voice I, acting wise alone, <laughs> man. Like, Another thing I'll tell you. I would love to hang out and watch regular show. We should do that. Um, yeah, we should. 
Yeah, fist bump. Yeah. Wait, hold on. Bring it closer to the mic. This is for all the people at home. Yeah. Yeah, friendship. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Thank actually going to regular show right now. I don't know oh, if really? I've told you that. Yeah, I'm watching it for like the first time. Really? Yeah, I didn't watch it like when I was younger, but uh, I'm on like season five right now. I want to go back and do a rewatch because I haven't seen every single episode, but I've seen like I've seen it inconsistently as the show's gone on. It's it's really yeah. great. I mean, it is not something you need to watch like in an order. Right. It's like Adventure <laughs> Time in that way, where it's like, well, that's like, what I'm gonna at, watch at first, next. At least, look at this bedside manner. <laughs> Nurse Nightingale, who's I'll she? touch your burnt face. That's always good. Nurse Sheev? Heck yeah. Nurse Sheev. Also, these two random astronauts from Starfield. Welcome to <laughs> the moon. Like Starfield, like... <laughs> Hello, it is 2001 A Space Odyssey calling. A little bit. Man, I was see... just catching up on my force visions. <laughs> Three messages. I'm pretty popular. I like to wait. I like to wait till all uh, eight all course on. visions are out, so I can binge it all at once and avoid all the discourse week to week. Of course, though, I can't go on Instagram. Otherwise, I'll see something. <laughs> what? Yoda, what are you? Thank you for yes, Andy. That stupid bit. Yoda, who yep. are you following on Instagram? What are you, what are you talking about? Myself. <laughs> I have a couple burner accounts, and yep. so I have to follow them to make them look legit. Yoda is cool one. Yoda is rad one. Yoda is rad two. Only vent girls I follow. <laughs> See them throw it back. I do. <laughs> Yoda be wildin'. Gosh, the look of the medical droids is so, like, it made me so sad as a child. He looks so sad. He does. Just like, he does look sad. She just kind of gave up. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he comes out oh, yeah. he's like, guys, I, I, like, this might not be the best news, but, uh, she's dying in there. Look, I, look I, I've seen the way the oh, world's geez, going outside. Guys. I'd be with her. Listen, uh, as a medical professional the last 2,000 years, I've seen a lot of stuff, but, uh. She just kind of lost the will to live. She just turned off. I mean, like, I, 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 I've seen heart attacks. Also, I love this. I, it's the Empire symbol. Oh, yeah. Oh, it is. Someone pointed that out the other day, and I never noticed it, but it uh. absolutely is. And, like, man, there is something so visceral about the way he is burnt. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it horrifying. It is so horrifying. And I love that... Uh, I love that Rogue One and Kenobi like managed to like capture that pretty well with the way they show like him in the back to tank. Like especially in Rogue One where he just kind of like falls out of it. Like it is so cool. Hey yeah, Leia, we got the do you Luke. remember your uh, your mom, your real mom? Yes, Only she was... for a few seconds when she was when I was very very young. I mean, I think if, if I if Ooh, I open my eyes for the first time in my life. And I just saw Natalie Portman. Yeah, I think I'd remember it. Oh, um, is that Natalie Portman? Is that V for Vendetta's Natalie Portman? <laughs> oh, oh my god, gosh, I love like, V for Vendetta. The baby's like realistically baby crying, and it's like <laughs> <laughs> Natalie Portman, <laughs> <laughs> like the one who was in Leon the Professional. Oh my that's god, my Jackie. <laughs> <laughs> The one from Jane's Got a Gun. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of her lesser movies. <laughs> um, 
No, I one from uh, brothers. <laughs> have we talked about that? I feel like I feel like I buy that because kids like kind of formulate memories. Like they kind of just make memories up based off of like like, like a picture they saw yeah, or something. Or yeah, like something I think we like talked about that loosely on it. It's a no prize, but I don't know. It's never bothered me. Obi Wan, Obi Wan, I'm Obi-Wan. losing the will to live. Obi Wan, I've, I'm just. I'm just tired. My contract you expired. Have two small children who like n- rely on you and need you to like feed and clothe them. <laughs> <laughs> That's crying. That's not cooing. I, I just love the. No, the... I, I. I'm pretty sure the coos are the. Uh... The noise oh. you hear in the background. Okay. Because it... that's not my first time noticing that because I've also been like, okay, what does that mean? Is it weird too that, like, with that scene, I know that, like, you know, she's saying, like, Anakin and Hope and all that. The only things I can remember from the hospital scenes is the, the nursing robot going, Uba. <laughs> it's really funny i don't know why it's not even like a language thing it's just like a why that it's not even a, it's not a word it's just a noise okay but i have a better question um he got all of his armor put on why did they attach his cape while he's still in the bed Uba. <laughs> he has his cape on he just he, this is his first time standing since he was on that thing in the lava. Why does he have a cape? <laughs> oh, here we go, oh, baby. Look at Frankenstein's here we go. monster. Look at Palpatine. He's like, yes, it this is, is awesome. It is kind of oh, aw- yeah, it is kind of awesome that he just like rips the cuffs off of the. <laughs> no! I one of the I I love that they were like, hey James, you're gonna come back for the last scene. What do? We, oh yeah, sure. What do you need me to do? Uh, we just need you to scream no at the top of your lungs. I just I get paid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, okay. the live action Lion King is still a couple decades away, <laughs> and Exorcist Two was a while ago. My wife and I will take the girl. Oh. I've always talked about kidnapping a young girl. Adopting. <laughs> <laughs> I know what I said. <laughs> hey. Tatooine. Always back to Tatooine we go. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. Leia's going with a senator who's very rich. He'll, she'll be well taken care of. Obi-Wan, why don't you go in the desert and just mope around for a while? You know those... <laughs> Specifically to where Anakin used to live. <laughs> you know that... You know that really... Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know that really bad planet that, like, you had to farm moisture at? That's how desolate oh, yes, it was? yes, I hope I don't live there. <laughs> hey, hate sand, he does. <laughs> Never go there, he will not. Horse, rough. <laughs> And worst of all, it gets everywhere. It gets everywhere. <laughs> it always I never goes on it. it gets everywhere. I don't touch you well. So there was a deleted scene that George Lucas wrote about, like, Qui-Gon teaching Obi-Wan and Yoda how to become Force ghosts. But I'm glad that they didn't, like... I'm glad it didn't happen. You don't want 15 minutes in the middle of the movie of just, like... Dedicated how... to the wills of the Force? <laughs> here's, yeah, a, no. here's our flowchart on how the... Force ghosts work. Didn't yeah. they do it in like Clone Wars or something though? 
Yeah, wasn't no, there yeah. like an episode? Yeah, about there was a whole arc about yeah. it. Yeah. And like Liam Neeson actually comes back as uh, <laughs> that's wild. That. That's cool. I love that. Works works in a show in a way that wouldn't in a movie. Oh, I I do think this funeral scene is done so well. She's so pretty. Yeah, and so dead. Boss Nass. Jar Jar. Cannabis has been legalized. <laughs> He's still saying it. Jar Jar, not the time. Not the time. <laughs> Look, I did some things right, okay? No, no. <laughs> no, I'm just picturing Pops crying in the background. I like, <laughs> I like Boss Nass not actually. Not even cannabis will fix this. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that Boss Nass never really got the difference between Keira Knightley and Ellie Portman. So he just he's leaning over to Jar Jar being like, who's of this one? Which one was of this? Thank God that the senator isn't dead. <laughs> also, I like that they have an actor who just kind of looks like Tarkin. Yeah. Man, I hope they maintain that. Yep. In other they Star should just Wars get movies. an actor that just kind of looks like that. Uh-huh. Uh, such a cool way to end this movie of just everyone kind of looking at the future and if anything it's kind of sadly poetic that this is where all the characters would be like yeah. 20 years from then well and we don't get to talk about the score that often because we don't really listen to it right. when we're doing this but the the way williams like weaves in all these themes from the original is just beautiful mm-hmm. well it's he weaves them in and for me there's this certain level of melancholy that is this exact midpoint between happiness and sadness that he can kind of go in between because moments like this with Leia, you do get the hopefulness of her theme kind of coming through, but then you have the darkness of Anakin's and this kind of operatic gothic feel that's underlying the whole thing. And it's it's incredible to me that John Williams was able to to make such a rich score because for me, Revenge of the Sith is the best one. Like, it is the absolute best score. Uh, and there's Baru. She, the scene that was shot apparently years before the movie even came out. Did you know that? Oh, like, really? Yeah. Was it shot while they were filming Attack of the Clones? Yeah, I made the joke in the last one that apparently George was like, someone was like, whoa, why, why are you, why are you uh, doing it here, like now? And it's like, oh, because uh, it's going to happen later and I can't oh. tell you. Did you it's know like, that? what if you go and get the right shot? He goes, I don't get it then. And it's like, what? <laughs> oh, I do remember that. In the original yeah. script, in some like source books from back in the 70s or whatever, Lars and um, Obi-Wan are brothers. Yeah. Really Whoa. weird. Did, wait, did you get this because Hello Greedo Hello just Grito put video? out a video yeah, about that? Yeah. yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that's so weird. And that's a great place to end it on uh, the final shot of Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nothing about the poetic tie-in of the twin sons connecting the two trilogies together or anything like that. No. No, 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 no. Lars no. and Obi-Wan were going to be brothers. Yeah, that, that's wild. Anyway. Um... <laughs> Gavin Buckett. <laughs> Roger Potter. Ben Burt. Ben Burt. Ben what a My name. name, Ben Burt. My name, Ben Burt. Like Ben-Hur, but instead of her, it's Burt. Trisha Bigar. Kristen King. All right, maybe we should stop. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, but Ben but Burt again. Get old Ben Burt. Unless this is another Ben Burt. And there's our boy. What are the chances? <laughs> Johnny Williams. Alex, I'll start with you. Yeah. What do you think of uh, Revenge of the Sith? Uh, yeah, it's pretty good. All right, Steven. Uh, 
Yeah, it's fine. Oh, does Anakin have an opinion? <laughs> Anakin is asleep. <laughs> which is about to be me. <laughs> for real. No, I, uh, for real though, uh, I really love Revenge of the Sith. I think it is a very fun movie. I think of anything, it's the one I can always rewatch. It's got, it's got the lines. It's got, uh, I mean, in particular, Palpatine is the most fun thing about this movie but i love the fights i love everything i think they finally got it right and i think if anything it's a little bittersweet kind of knowing that like man if this would have just been episode two and then we had one more movie i feel like it would have been would have been something else but i like it and i think as an end point for this trilogy it really works yeah this is the best of the prequels Absolutely. Uh, i think all the ideas that he was playing around with in the other two actually work it's not perfect it's got some problems as we pointed out but like uh what movie doesn't Exactly. And that's the whole thing is just like, in the same way I can look at the first Spider-Man and go like, yeah, it's kind of cheesy at some points. It's also one of my favorite movies, if not my favorite. So shut up. Star Wars Episode 7, The Force Awakens is what's being suggested to us next. <laughs> this is, of course, uh, what we will talk about in our next commentary in 2024. I was about to say that next year. <laughs> yeah. What uh, were y'all were y'all thinking about that? Because we were all looking forward to the prequels. Man. Uh, well, I'm looking forward to Force Awakens. It's uh, yeah actually hold on i am really looking forward to last jedi because i think it'll be a fun one uh, yes <laughs> well, i'm glad i'm glad oh, one man. of us is <laughs> if anything i'll go ahead and say right actually i'm looking forward to all three of them because rise of skywalker's also here's what i'm gonna really go ahead fun. and say the amount of alcohol that we have prior to the recording of the show will change as the movies can continue to go uh, by that i mean rise of skywalker i'm absolutely taking a shot before that uh, one. <laughs> i don't know i i, I remember a specific specific uh <laughs> podcast recording where, where there's a little bit of alcohol involved and i don't a think it's a good idea for an unedited <laughs> oh <laughs> fair podcast. fair um i you know it's interesting well, we can I, come up with fun games for rise of skywalker though i do actually want to watch all of these before rewatch all of these before we do the commentaries on them just yeah. so i have a little bit more and that that'll be interesting because I did famously say before we were doing this podcast, I was going to wait ten years to watch, uh, to watch Rise of Skywalker to see if I could get. It was some such a definitive distance. statement too. And now <laughs> that's what was so wild. Five years on, you made it halfway through, buddy. You did, I know, yeah. I know. Um, but yeah, I'm also worried. I'm worried about the last Jedi one. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> what will my opinion be? Will I still love it? Oh, oh no, I know I'll still love it. It's how will that content work out? But <laughs> The Force Awakens, I think, will be a good yeah. Yeah. The first argument, <laughs> real documented argument that will happen on Star Wars Therapy. <laughs> Coming at you in 2024. Caleb, where can the good people find you? Uh, you can find me at Caleb from the Real World on Instagram and YouTube. From there, you can find my litany of other podcasts. Hot Trash Unlimited, All New 52, and The Snub Club. And you can find me at Steven Weeben, that's S-T-E-E-B-E-N-W-E-E-B-E-N. And you can find me on Instagram, uh, spelled the exact same way, like I just said, Alex. Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at underscore Alex Bryson, uh, or on twitch.tv slash S-T-3-P-H-E underscore. Don't forget the underscore, the underscore is important. And you can contact us at Star Wars Therapy Podcast at gmail.com. Please give us those five stars on the podcaster of your choice so that other people can join in on the Star Wars fun. And we'll be back next time where we execute Order 66 and, and life. life. <laughs>